following podcast is scheduled for one fall. Hailing from the Pro Wrestling Tees headquarters in Chicago, Illinois, they are your hosts of the PWT cast, Scrub and Bank! Bang Bang, what is up you guys? Welcome to episode 19 of the PWT cast. My name is Scrum. And this is Stank. Stank. I'm not going to ask you how you're doing today. I'm going to tell you how I'm doing. Yeah. I'm fucking exhausted, bro. You literally look like melted ice cream right now. Uh, I clocked out yesterday at, when I told you, I'm like, it was at least 90 hours. Yeah. It might have been a little bit more. Yeah. You're going to get a good paycheck this. Uh, uh, am I going to get a pretty penny or two? Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're here on uh, another Sunday at the PWT uh, store. It's... um. It's brutal, but hey, we're uh, we're doing it for you guys. We're gonna get everything out on time. Yeah, hopefully, it. fingers crossed. We're trying to work as hard so we can get as much out to yeah, you guys. If, if you open those double doors and go back by the printers, it's it's all hands on deck pretty much. And I mean, we lost some hands on deck, I guess. Yeah, they couldn't hack it. Yeah, you know what? Uh, yeah, some people good, some people aren't cut out for this biz. Some people aren't cut out for it, and and that's fine. You yeah. know, we wish them the best in their yeah. future endeavors. But that's why you're here to take up the slack. You know. Well, yeah, listen, Mr. No Day's off. Nope. You know? Uh, Mr. No Day's off indeed. Mr. 24-7? Yeah, 24-7. Yeah. I'm going to get a replica of that gross title and That's just wear horrible, that. Horrible, horrible title. Uh, but, man, uh, yeah, not much is, uh, not much else has gone on for me aside from, like, work. Like, I wish I could. Uh, cousin Jeremy earlier in the week was like, you know, we, so funny enough, um, I, I was talking to Cousin Jeremy. Friend of the show. Friend of the show. Yeah. Yeah, who's been helping us out as well with like all all the stuff that we have he going too. on for He's the sale. He's always there when we need another hand. He yeah, pops up yeah. And Cousin helps. Jeremy always he leaves his yeah. uh, normal civilian job and comes to work here with us. But I was telling him like jokingly, I was like, "Yeah, I was like, oh, you're, like I forget what the conversation was. I was like, yeah, you're just mad that uh, you got usurped uh, by uh, Stank as the as the guest of the show or being on a co-host with me." And he was just like, no. And I was like, because originally, like, I had pitched it to Nick. It would just yeah. be a rotating trio of yeah, my, yeah, of myself with either you, Cousin Jeremy, or Matt Nix himself. And uh, I brought it up to Jeremy. And he was like, no, 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 that wasn't a thing. But, like, Nick reassured him of that. But the the point I'm trying to make is Cousin Jeremy goes, you know, he goes, I'm, I'm kind of happy that uh, I wound up not being the co-host. He goes, because I just don't think I could talk as much Marvel as you guys do. <laughs> Which I was like, ah, we we talk a little bit of yeah. DC, he, a little bit he of Marvel. Find other things. Yeah, he can find other things. But uh, welcome everybody uh, to to the podcast. Uh, all you old listeners, all you new listeners, uh, regardless of how you found us, via be it Twitter, the the VIP group, Instagram, whatever. We appreciate everybody. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's um, episode nineteen. We're almost at twenty. Yeah, we're getting there. Yeah, which is like, again, we, you know, we talk about especially earlier in the episodes, and we're just like, well. If this is all, you know, uh, this is the last episode, it was pre- like normally after like our bigger milestones. Like I yeah. remember specifically after the Kevin Smith one, I was like, hey, if this is as far as we go, happy. yeah, like I'll be happy. But uh, this podcast is actually brought to you by Freelance Wrestling. Yeah. They're uh, they're good friends of the show. They've been around since the beginning. Um, you know, Marvelous Matt Nix. I, uh, I was joking around with everybody last week because they were advertising uh, Kenny Wrestling, Kenny Omega friend of the show yeah uh wrestling for aew dark and uh i kept telling everyone i was like 
yep, it's Matt Nix. They brought him back. I mean, they did it. You know, he was here. Right. He was here working. But that was how crazy just, would that be? Right? How crazy were like one week he wrestles Cody, the next week he wrestles uh, what's his face, Kenny a, Omega, six star classic, right? <laughs> uh, but freelance wrestling, they've uh, their next show, War Is Inevitable, is uh, Friday, December thirteenth. Doors open at eight. Shows at nine. Tickets are available at Freelance Wrestling. They've already announced some matches, but first off. Props to fucking Julio Guerra, yep. friend of the show. I mean, another banger of a poster. Dude, he is killing it with these posters. Like, he keeps putting out these posters, and I'm just like, God, da- like, Jesus. They're just yeah, really if good. you thought the Goosebumps poster was awesome, wait yeah. until you see this uh, Galactus tribute. Oh, yeah, and it, it's so good. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm just, I'm real happy. I'm real happy with it. Um, but the card is actually turning out to be pretty stacked you got a two out of three falls match for the freelance world championship between kylie ray and uh ethan page friend of the show friend of the show yeah you got a no holds uh barred grudge match between friend of the show project mon project monix and isaiah's velasquez and just a lot of other stuff going on we got ooh uh friend of the show effie he's actually going to be in a daddy uh dog collar match for the ooh. freelance <laughs> legacy champion very sexy very sexy <laughs> but uh so very early on, you know, that's, that's the official sponsor, Freelance. Yep. Early on, we always talked about how we wanted to get a, a sponsor, Omaha Steaks. And yep. uh, we're, what, 19, 19 episodes in. So that's about, what, three, maybe four months? Yeah. Has Omaha Steaks contacted you? Not yet, no. I haven't contacted me either. I am very sad about that. But don't worry, there's a silver lining. Is there? Yeah, we do. We have a, a brand new uh, sponsor of the show. Ooh. Uh, if you go to m3toys.com and uh-huh. use the promo code PWTCAST, it's good for 10% off any Funko in stock or pre-orders. Uh, so head over to m3toys.com, use the promo code PWTCAST, and get yourself a 10% off on a Baby Yoda Funko Pop. Yeah, I mean, this will help support, you know, friend of the show, Stupid Michael. But more importantly, it'll help support his family that has to put up yeah, with his, him his every beautiful, day his of beautiful their lives. wife his beautiful son yeah. you know like it'll help them michael yeah. I, they didn't choose this life <laughs> yeah they didn't choose this life unfortunately you so know so buy some funkos you don't you don't can't choose your family no you know it's like uh vin diesel always says in those uh, fast and furious movies yeah. you don't choose your family so. or i am Groot, whatever he says yeah. but yeah like uh we mentioned head over to m3toys.com and use the promo code pwtcast pick yourself up some funkos yeah. because and not just funkos i mean they got yeah they have a lot of other toys as yeah. well um so. yeah i recently was uh i was looking to put up my christmas tree at our apartment uh the only thing is it's uh when we first moved in we put it in like our little like storage closet which is surprisingly it's like not that wide of a room but it's very deep yeah like it goes in very deep uh and the christmas tree is underneath all the funko boxes and uh. i'm like no i'm like we're not putting it up have you guys put up your christmas tree oh yeah uh, the way we do it, so it's strange. Uh, my wife, who's actually here listening, mm-hmm. wife of the show, wife of the show, <laughs> uh, like as soon as Thanksgiving's over, she's like, "Let's put the trees up," and the second Christmas is over, she's like, "Let's take the tree down." So it's a weird like she she has Christmas spirit and then immediately loses it right after the presents are open. So see, I've actually got two Christmas trees, and the story behind that is one of them was it's like a really tall tree because when I live next door to the shop. Uh, with Matt Nix, like those ceilings were huge. Yeah. Like they were huge ceilings. So I bought like a bigger, nicer tree from Walmart. And it was one of those things where like I went to buy it and it was, I don't know, like 60, 70 bucks. And uh, it didn't have like the, pri- the, the price tag on it. And the lady at the register goes, eh, 30. 
I was like, fantastic. Yeah, I, I think I saw that on there. I'm like, yeah. yeah, I'll take that for 30. So I had that one. But then when I was at my last apartment for the current one, mm-hmm. it was uh, like a garden unit. So did not have those high ceilings yeah. at all. And so I was like, ah, fuck. And uh, this was right around the time I, I had met a girl. And we're kind of just chit-chatting. And she's like, oh, like, you know, are you, have you put up your Christmas tree yet? And I'm like, oh, no, 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 not yet. Like, uh, mind you, I'm completely lying. I'm like, I'm not going to put up a fucking Christmas tree. Sure. She's like, oh, she's like, well, like, you should put it up. Like, I'll come over and we can decorate it. And I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, that sounds fantastic. So I run out to Target and buy, like, a small Christmas tree. Not like a, not like the, those Charlie Brown-sized ones. Yeah. Just like a. Like, only, like a only stupid idiots buy Charlie Brown Christmas trees. Yeah, only stupid idiots uh hi michael but uh we yeah so I, I buy one of those like smaller trees and like she comes over and we like we decorate it and stuff and so but like the whole purpose of me buying that tree was just so she could come but i remember yeah yeah uh-huh. <laughs> um, but i remember she like she came over and i had a thanos christmas ornament that i had already had like at this point i was like yeah. full on, full on had it uh so and i'll post a picture of it i know i still have it somewhere so the way I decorated this Christmas tree was Thanos was, you know, on top, the ornament. Or no, no, no. It was an infinity gauntlet. The one that, you know, like the little yeah. one you had to collect. That was the Christmas oh, topper. Those, yeah. yeah. That was the Christmas topper. The ones, then half the tree had ornaments. The other half of the tree didn't. That's and, perfect. And Thanos was right there in the middle. Perfect balance. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she was like, she was like, oh, yeah, that's cool. So, you know, it worked in my favor. I like that. Um, but yeah, currently do not have a Christmas tree up in this place. But you've been here you might as well set up a christmas tree here at pro wrestling tees i told ryan i'm like listen dude i'm like i'm just gonna live here yeah like i you know like we have the warehouse down down the alley i'm like if i could get a room there i would literally just put a bed in there and put a futon in there no no, no like Maybe a full a fridge all right i get a full-on like, real mattress because i mean i you know i currently the mattress i have sucks yeah like i literally bought it when we moved next door and the whole purpose of the whole thing behind that was i went over to the valley city and they were like, oh, yeah, we deliver. And I'm like, fantastic. Didn't bother to bring my old bed or bed frame from, like, the last apartment. Just yeah. left it there. And I was like, yep, all new bed and everything. I'm like, I'll deal with that when when I move. And it was terrible moving it in and out of that yeah. place. Uh, but that's been mattress talk with Scrump and Stang. Um, yeah, like I mentioned, I've not had much time to do anything. I Obviously, I went out of my way to watch uh, Watchmen and Mandalorian, which... Oh, yes. Spoiler, 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 spoiler for this last episode of uh, Watchmen. If you don't yeah. want to know, skip ahead like a few minutes, maybe like two minutes because I'm about to get into it. All right. Three, two, one. Dr. Fucking Manhattan was a uh, Cal. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people were speculating that. So the one thing I heard is that, like because uh, I listened to uh, there's a podcast channel called Bold Move. Mm-hmm. Um they, they do a bunch of podcasts like i learned about them because they did a very good like game of thrones review like yeah. very in-depth for like every season um and they do like a watchman review so i've been listening to them and it was either jim or aaron one of the two they they mentioned that like oh clearly someone saw the show or, you know like early on and leaked it because there's no way that you look at like because people the are knuckles. like the knuckles and yeah. they're like oh it's the exact same like no and so there was people who were kind of just like uh see i told you so and there was that rumor that john cena was supposed to be um dr manhattan that i saw and like i was full-on buying it um but i was okay with cal being dr manhattan well okay so he could be john cena we don't know it could be 
he was in the body of someone else, but like Dr. Manhattan may look completely different than what Cal looks like. True, that that is true because like, if you notice, like, like very early on in that episode, they showed Dr. Manhattan's like body. Yeah. But they don't show his face when it's like post. They right. they all just gave up to. Well, and we kind of did see Doctor Manhattan's face in episode two with Lori. They were in her apartment uh-huh. and she had a poster, and you could kind of mm-hmm. see his face. Well, they in the preview for next week's episode, they like they showed his face. I think yes and no. Like he was wearing a Doctor Manhattan mask. They must have been having like a Manhattan festival, and mm-hmm. he put a mask over his face. And so he could kind of blend in that way. I wish we had a Manhattan Festival. Yeah, that would be like, so cool. The background on my phone is like the one... Uh, sitting on the moon? Yeah, where he's sitting on the moon, and yeah. he's just like, fuck everybody. I'm just like... Or Marzi, yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I get that. Yeah, the episode is very weird. Like, they had a... Uh, like, uh, what's her name? Uh, Angela? Yeah. She was hooked up to an elephant? Yeah, I mean, you know, everyone's going, ha, elephants never forget, so of course it would be like the key to giving you your memories back who knows and like lady true is like a old vietnamese like god that rode white elephants and her logo true is an elephant so oh and then her daughter isn't even her daughter she just cloned her mother yeah and so listen i've been loving this show i'm getting a little worried because we got two episodes left right Mm -hmm. you got to assume one episode is cleanup so that means this episode tonight, we're recording on Sunday, has to have most of the wrap-up. Yeah, I mean, what what do you think happens? Like, I like I think, I think, uh, what's his name, Ozymandias is like he. That's him in that statue. Yeah, he's I think, in the statue. I think one hundred percent sure. I think that. Lady True's plan is she's going to bring Ozymandias back. And he well, so I, I, I think first, he's back already. You think he's back already? I think when we saw something crash landing, that was Ozymandias getting kicked off. See, I thought that was Europa. him frozen in that carbonite thing. I think he's in the statue. That, he is. The yeah, statue. correct. That's why I'm uh, like. So I think she's gonna unfreeze him out of there, um, and then he'll. But see, then they're like, "Oh no, the countdown clock is coming." So one of my theories was Will was gonna use that like mind control technology. Yeah. To kind of just like. Well, here in Pedipedia, uh, Lady True, Pedipedia is like the supplementary stuff on HBO.com. Uh, Lady True gave everyone in Tulsa free HDTVs. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming that has something to do with the clock. Like, she's going to use that mesmerization stuff that Will knows. That's why he's involved, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think. Um, <clears throat> I think Adrian Veidt had something to do with Cal. Cal must have got hit by someone. Mm-hmm. And they saw that as an opportunity to get Dr. Manhattan into that guy's body. See, what, I, what I've been like throwing around is Manhattan at some point uh, grew a conscience and was kind of just like, why? And that was pretty fucked up what Adrian Veidt did. Yeah. Because um, I believe they say they they put him on there in like 2009 or 2010. Like they, they very much tell you like, Oh, he, they, he, yeah. Like he's been missing for seven years. Right. So seven years, that's 2012. Right. Uh, I oh know, but then they've been married for 10. Well, here's, I think, I think 
Abar and Cal were married, couldn't have kids. The white night happened. She adopted the kids, right? Mm -hmm. But before that, I don't know. There's so many loose ends. See, uh, my thing that I... brain's hurting right now. Yeah, right, that I talked about with Cousin Jeremy was, I thought, I was in the impression um, that Manhattan grew a conscious was like, man, that was pretty fucked up what he did with that fucking psychic squid. So he sent Ozymandias on the moon and then, like did that to himself where they have the whole like oh he had amnesia because in the PPD there's that thing where like they find him on the road they find cal on the road and he's yeah. got amnesia and even lady true is like yeah that's so weird amnesia doesn't work that way well and then also in pedipedia the hospital got records from his employer which was pyramid industries which is related to vite oh shit so maybe Vite has something to do with it Vite definitely has something to do i with think vite made a deal with dr manhattan said i'll get you in this guy's body he was also able to stop in the comic book. I don't know if you read the comic book. I haven't read it, no. Okay, so like... But the movie, it's the same thing. The tachyons. He stopped him with the tachyons. That thing that she pulled out of his head is made of tachyons. So Vite made that, I'm sure, mm-hmm. and made a deal with Dr. Manhattan and said, I can make it so you forget that you're Dr. Manhattan. You put me on that moon. Get me the fuck out of here. Yeah, because, I mean... And she sells, he sells his company to Lady True. Because he very much early on mentions, like, like at one point when he's like yelling at the clones. He thought it was a utopia. He's like, yeah, he's like, oh, I thought it was a utopia, but yeah. like, no, I'm fucked. This is hell. Because you can see very on early episodes, he's just like, oh, enjoying his time. And yeah, yeah and so. I think this is where like at the end of Watchmen, uh, Doctor Manhattan says, I'm, I'm gonna, I, maybe I'll create life, and I think that's where he was experimenting. Mm-hmm. And so he goes, I got a place for you. Well, we'll definitely see because again, yeah, uh, this episode, the new one comes out today, tonight. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, I'll be in home in time to watch it. Uh, but also, there's a there's a couple theories as to who's Lady True's dad. It could be the comedian. See, yeah, I've I've heard people say that. Let you know, let, let us know what your theories are. Yeah, yeah shoot us over what your guys' theories are. Yeah. Like I know I recently uh, started a like I wasn't aware you could do it, but like a Twitter group chat basically mm-hmm. with uh fr- friends of the show from uh, the post wrestling family. I got a uh, there's Neil our, our which. For the for those of you who listen to post wrestling, you guys are familiar with our man Neil. Uh, he calls into post wrestling all the time. I coined the our Watchman Neil, mm. but it's like Neil like Brandon from New Jersey and W H Park, and we're just kind of going back and forth with theories. So it's very much just like our our uh, yeah. Watchman like thread. But yeah, let, let us know what you guys are think yeah. think going on uh, with that. And uh, very briefly, we'll, we'll touch on it. Uh, who do you think that was at the end of uh, this last episode of the Mandalorian? I don't even know. See, for those of you unaware, I mean, for those of you who have watched, again, I'm sorry, we're just spoiling everything, but, like, listen, I got home from work uh, Thursday at, like, 3, and I still managed to watch The Mandalorian, you know, so you don't have an excuse um, if you haven't watched it yet. Um, But at the end of the episode, there's, like, a mysterious figure in, like, all black, and he has a, what's that on the back of, like, cowboy's boots? Spurs? So he has spurs on his boots. Yeah. And so normally it's just like, oh, okay, well, the thing is they don't show the character. They show him from the waist down. Right. They don't show you anything else. You they, see he's wearing a coat or mm-hmm. a cape or mm-hmm. a cloak of some sort. And the spurs. And the spurs. So people are saying it's Boba Fett, which I'm like, I don't know, only because uh, John Favreau went out of his way to say, like, no, like the, Boba Fett isn't in this. Right. Like, but also, it's like, of course, you would keep kayfabe because you yeah. you said this is all brand new characters, but you've got a baby Yoda. Because that's, you know, 
That's one of the things that everyone's going to ask. Yeah. And if you dodge the question, they're going to say, oh, yeah, he's definitely in there then. Yeah. So, or maybe Boba Fett goes by another name. So now he's not Boba Fett. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're right. You um, I personally don't think it's Boba Fett. Um, well, it's no, I mean, you could, it could be another bounty it, yeah, hunter. Yeah, well, it could be another bounty hunter. I think, isn't Maybe there another Venner Western? Herzog. There's another West Western-looking bounty hunter in the lore. I think it's the one, the one that actually shot Boba in the head. You know how Boba's got that dent in his helmet? Uh-huh. I, I can't remember his name. He was in, like, Clone Wars. I, I, I didn't watch the Clone Wars yeah. shows, but... Uh, I mean, listen, this episode was directed by Dave Filoni, who had a lot to do with, like, those animated right. shows. Right, you know how he likes inserting that stuff in there. So. Yeah, which, uh, I don't know, I showed you the video, like, I think it was the last time we recorded your, at your house. It's, like, Freddie Prince Jr. going, going on, off. like, going off. Like, he's just going on a rant yeah. about, I was like, yeah, people are always fucking mad. He's like, guess what? It's a fucking kid show. It's always been a, or it's, like, kid's movie. It's always been a kid's movie. Yeah. He's like, people tell me I don't know shit. He's like, I learned from fucking Dave Filoni, who learned yeah. from George Lucas. Yeah, so like, this came from George Lucas, so shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, which so. that's always great. Um, so that's Scrum and Snakes movie, yeah. movie TV talk for the week. Uh, I'm really excited for this week's episode, though. We have friends of the yeah. show, Cash Allen, Wes Allen, and Zach Showalker. Yeah, we've been they're, teasing this one for a while. Yeah. Um, they're the, we did uh, the live show with them as yeah. well. Which, so fun. Yeah, which I, I had mentioned, like, oh, maybe we'll put up that live show. With his work schedule, I'm probably not going to put up that live show. But, I mean, in the new year, we'll throw it out there as a bonus episode. Yeah. But, yeah, it was pretty fun. Like, they, Zach directed uh, Powerbomb, which movie that starts Matt Cross, mm-hmm. uh, Britt Baker, which the Britt Baker spot on this week's episode of AEW. Yeah. Like, if you didn't get a chuckle out of that, like, get yeah. the stick out of your ass. It was hilarious. Yeah. Um, but Britt Baker, along with, like, other independent wrestlers and uh that was the movie that we screened at uh the horror house pop-up shop but like we talked to them you know uh wes and cash they're in it uh and you know zach directed it and so in this interview we kind of go in just a little in-depth talking about kind of like the subject behind the movie uh we're kind of like the main which is like obsessive wrestling fans yeah because in this day and age like i find nothing creepier than like wrestling fans who just like roman reigns stan account listen i thought that was a myth i, I don't think there's crazy wrestling fans yeah right uh, is that a real thing yeah, yeah okay. no there, that is yeah. a real thing yeah for those it's of you weird yeah for those of you know where yeah it's of course that's coming from us like we're working for this company because we're big wrestling stands but, but no no i don't want to wear them as skin suits yeah no i'm talking about so. the i'm talking about the people that like just post pictures daily of yeah. wrestlers or they and role like, play and they role play like it's fucking weird yeah you know and we kind of we go in that uh, talking about this uh at some point we just start talking the random stuff it's probably one of my favorite episodes it's, yeah. it's a little longer one so uh i won't babble on too long but yeah it's our episode again with uh cash allen wes allen and uh, zach Shieldwalker. so uh let's get right to it All right, with us, uh, with with me today, I'm joined by uh, the director and two of the movie stars of the critically acclaimed movie Power Bomb. Critically acclaimed, critically, critically acclaimed. acclaimed. Yeah. With me, I got Zach Shilwalker, Cash Allen, and Wes Allen. Gentlemen, we've had quite the fucking day. We have. Yeah, we it's have. been balling a biscuit. Quite the weekend, man. We've been running around all weekend. Mm-hmm. This weekend's not even over. We still have. This podcast is very misleading because of that. 
Like yeah. we haven't all just been hanging out for two straight days. What's well, always weird, like there's been one instance where Dave and I had to record on a Tuesday because t- he's only at work on Tuesdays and Fridays. Okay, and we're like, mm-hmm. well, it's, we'll, we'll do it Friday because, um, you know, unless time forbids, we will record uh, Tuesdays. And there was one time where when I went to San Diego, we had to record on a Tuesday, and I'm like, please nobody die. Like, I don't, you know, I'm like, please, nobody die or some major event happen uh, because then everyone's like, why didn't you talk? Like, no we, house fires, nothing. <laughs> well, there was uh, when Spider-Man, they finally like got back together and they're like, Spider-Man movies are happening. We had just finished recording. We literally walk into back into the shop and everyone's like, you hear Spider-Man news? And I'm like, shit. I'm like, you're telling me this after I went on a 10 minute rant about how much i hate sony for what they're doing to spider-man and they literally as i was ranting they were just announcing everything was fixed i was like all right and we did like a breaking segment but so far that's been the only instance in which something like that has happened but yeah we've uh we've been together i mean i've been cash all day literally you Mm -hmm. guys have been together all day running around yeah uh friends of the show marty and sarah yeah we're like Cash and I's parents today. Yeah, they were. Yeah, they took us uh, like visitation rights kind yeah, of thing. It was like, we okay. get to hang out with them on the weekend. Rich party mom and dad. Yeah, the, well, they took us. <laughs> we went to uh, this place. In, I don't remember. I think it was called Syria or something. Yes, yeah, which I I found out there's a pizza tour in Chicago. Yeah, that's what you guys were saying. And it's uh, it's done by legendary Chicago comedian Danny Callis, who is as Chicago as can be. That's crazy. And I feel like. I've let my city down by not going on this pizza tour hosted by Danny Callis. Like, that does I just, sound fun, yeah. I, there, I know oh, there dude, was one in serious? New York yeah. where they would take you to all the famous Rays. Sure. Because there's like something like 30 plus famous Rays pizza. I mean, Rays. I'm not sure what this one entails, but I, Marty dropped that bomb on me and I was like, what the... F- <laughs> let's yeah. go now. I'm like, please, that's all I want for, yeah. for Christmas. I want to know what they do. Like, is it just you go and get a slice at each one or what? Well, what kind of like is it deep dish from each one or we'll see a, fuck a, a lot up, of, dude. so a lot of people think that traditional chicago style pizza is deep dish no it's Break the this bar, down. So it's Break the bar down, style or, or i'm sorry tavern style. tavern style, tavern yeah, style like a yes. thin crust sure i deep dish pizza like originated in detroit i believe mm-hmm. and that's like their go-to but chicago like it just it got synonymous with chicago but ours is like the the tavern style the yeah thin crust so cash and i are from toledo and Toledo is the little brother to Detroit. Mm-hmm. And so it, it, it has always been believed that Detroit is, is the home of that. And when I think deep dish, I think like a rectangular deep dish mm-hmm. pizza. Like you get something at like Jets. Like that's what I think of. And yeah. I, I, to me, that is, that's synonymous with Detroit to me. But I also think of, I, but I also think of Chicago too for deep dish. Like, and I've heard by from several people like, nah, no, that's it's that tavern style. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. everyone I've like last year for all out, I had friends come in, and all they ate were pizza. Sure, they were like where? Well, let's go to these famous places to eat. And I'm like, these are all pizza places. Yeah. <laughs> so we're gonna eat a fuck ton of pizza. We are gonna yeah. do more than one bathroom in sure. a few hours. Sure, yeah, and that's why I, I kept telling them like, I can take you to get deep dish if you want. Like, yeah, I'll take you guys over to Pequod's best deep dish in Chicago. Sure, Luan Lati's is the second, but. Pequod's number Pequod's one. is where it's at, though, yeah. right? Yeah. So, like, I took them there, and I was explaining to them, I'm like, if you guys want, like, traditional traditional Chicago-style pizza, I'll take you to go get some. But at that point, they'd just been eating it all week, so oh, they sure. did not want any pizza, which I was afraid of today with cash, because... 
last night. Um, Dude, you ain't got to worry about that. You, myself, <laughs> eat pizza. You, myself, and Cash, we went to Demos. Yeah, we went to Demos last night. Which yeah. is famous. It's a f- pizza place here in Chicago that's famous for. They just have these weird, just throw random ass pizza. What, like, what was the one that you had? I had, uh, well, I had the margarita pizza, and then which is pretty standard. That's your, yeah. you know, your spinach and uh, tomato and everything. But uh, and then I also had the I had their macaroni and cheese pizza, okay. which was much different than a macaroni and cheese I've ever had before. Well, we, y'all blew me away today. We I had the uh, Italian beef pizza. Yeah, oh, see, yeah. In that same place I got a deep dish from. Okay. That they brought into the convention. Um, See, I don't understand why Cleveland hasn't figured out an Italian beef, a proper Italian beef. Right. It's it's beyond me. I mean, you have Philly cheesesteaks. Mm-hmm. But there's an Italian beef cheese. Like, Philly has that one with, what, Kalrabi on it or whatever it is? Something like that, yeah. Yeah. It, it's but, got, like, like, what Cleveland doesn't have, and- but should have an Italian beef. I mean, just be... Geographically between Chicago and I mean you guys are you guys are right there yeah yeah I I am amazed that that Cleveland doesn't have that well the one thing I brought up to you guys is they have like the Jardinero peppers yeah uh if I don't know I don't know about the subways over there in Ohio yeah but in Chicago you can get Jardinero peppers on your sandwiches. Mm I don't, but someone had mentioned it to me. Like that's a Chicago thing. And I was down. I in, don't think it's here. Yeah, no, or in Ohio I, rather. I would I, totally get it in Italian. I was, I was yeah, yeah, I was down yeah, in yeah. Florida for probably Universal or wrestling. That's the yeah, only sure. reasons I go to Florida: <laughs> Universal and or wrestling. Yeah. Not to visit. It's a shithole. You want to go? No, Winter Park, Florida is good for sure. Universal Studios and uh, wrestling. Full set. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah. Oh, dude! Like our whole family, Cash is our. Almost all of Cash's cousins live in Florida, and I am in no hurry to go to that fucking state like ever. No, I I drove down to Florida one time. Ugh, well, the worst. it was I I told a story. I don't care. I'm going to retell it. Tell it. I was I was a freshman in college. Okay, and I bought tickets to WrestleMania 27, maybe. Okay, because it was a once in a lifetime match with The oh, Rock yeah? and John Cena. Oh, once in a lifetime. <laughs> they were never going to do it again. Ever. Never again. Never. Never again were they ever going to yeah, do it. You, somebody offers it, you get it the fuck out of here. Well, no more John Cena and Rock. Yeah, they said they were going to do John Cena and Rock <laughs> along with uh, Punk and Punk versus Jericho. Sure. I'm like, I love Punk. I love Jericho. Fuck I got to yeah, fucking man. go to the show. Let's do it. So, like, whatever refund money you get from school for, like, whatever it is, I got that money. Go to Mania. <laughs> along with working, I'm like, oh. I'm like, should I get a new car? Should I... No, absolutely not. Abs- I didn't do no. any any, any smart adult decisions. Bought two absolutely. tickets for WrestleMania. My friend was supposed to go with me, and he bails. I'm like, fuck! What the what the fuck am I gonna do now? Yeah, man. And my dad goes, uh, "How about this? I'll buy the ticket off you, and me you and your brother will drive down there. Cool road trip. The three of us. You guys can go. You know, I'll go fuck off. Awesome. Like, sounds like amazing. Yeah, let's yeah. do that. So your dad bought the ticket off of you. He's like, he's but like, I'll, for your brother. He's like, I'll buy it off. I'm like, okay. it's fine. Like, you don't. I'll give it to my brother. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he's like, oh hey, I think your mom. That's wants such to- a dad move. Like, oh, right. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Like, that's. Yeah. I'm like, I'll yeah. buy it off of you. I'm like, it's fine. You're gonna pay for everything else anyway. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Like, even as <laughs> even as like an 18 year old, I'm like, yeah, I'm buying all my food. Yeah. I know I'm like, how this shit I understand goes, the value of a dollar. <laughs> um, and he's like, hey, your mom wants to come too. I'm like, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. And it turns into a whole fucking road trip with my parents, my brother, my sister, 
her boyfriend, and their brand new baby. Fuck all that. And it was the <laughs> fucking worst. That's you a just hell of a road to, to WrestleMania. Mania, no shit. And it was like God. every hour someone needed to stop to pee and eat. And it, I was like, there's five people in here. We can drive there in a straight shot to Orlando. Because, you know, we're like, we'll get there a few days early. Yeah, plenty of adults, man. Nope. My dad is, no, 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 no I'll drive. Like, dad, I can drive. No, no, it's fine. Your, your, your mom's tired. She wants to. No, she's fine. I just asked her. No, 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 it's okay. I'm like, Dad, if you want to sleep, you're good, man. Go ahead. No, no, no. So he's like stopped in the middle of nowhere, like Atlanta. And uh, I'm just like, fuck, this is not going to be a fun trip back. Because no, dude, when you hit Atlanta, you got some, you still got some road ahead of you, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like long story short, uh, you know, we finally drive all the way to Miami. Yeah. Mania finishes. Oh, was it Miami? It was in Miami. Fuck. Yeah, so you had so much further all to go. the way to the end. Yeah, you know, and so we're in the hotel, and I'm just sitting there, and I'm like, "Hey, I'm gonna buy a one way flight back home." I'm like, "I I can't do this. You guys don't need me to drive. My dad didn't let me drive. Touch that wheel once. I'm gonna just go home." They're like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. So I bought like a one way flight back just because I could not do that fucking no road trip. Shit. Yeah, I don't know how, why we started talking about that. I kind uh, of lost track. Uh, who knows? Something about Subway and Peppers. Oh, yeah, Florida. Oh, I never sure. that, was the, that was like the one time I <laughs> sure. legitimately visited Florida. Yeah. Well, with one of my cousins, she, she attended Full Sail, and she showed me around. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah one of should... my closest friends, uh, uh, one of my oldest friends, is a Full Sail graduate, which is, mm-hmm. is weird to me because, um, like, now, I, I only, like, I associated Full Sail for so long with my friends that, you know, went to school there for like production stuff. Ryan, and, owner of One Hour Tees, he went there. No shit. Yeah. And now, see, I just associate it with, with NXT. Yeah. So my my no, I I went to like community college for a year and wasn't my thing. Um, so I waited a little bit. I was like, you know what? I really want to go to film school. That was what I wanted to go sure. for. I, I wanted to do movies even when I was yeah. a kid. Yeah. Like there's my mom has some things. She always shows me. I'm like, put that throw that thing away. It's like, I want to write books and make movies. And so you legit wanted to when you were little. I want to now. Like I Yeah? Yeah. Like I Shit, dude, you I know, know that? Yeah. Do you know anyone who makes movies? Uh offhand? No. I, oh wait, no. Oh, we do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but so I wanted to go to full sale. And this was before nxt yeah sure and so i'm like mom dad i i took a you know break from school uh i made up my mind i want to go to film school sure awesome do that we'll see what we can do mom dad uh lower to middle class uh, sure parents yeah make a modest income yeah normal blue collar family normal blue collar family i want you guys to send me to florida nope but there's this school down there, and there are plenty of them in the city. Cool, no. Yeah, cool, no. <laughs> I'm like, all right. So, and to the, the cherry on top of that was I had my first very bad breakup. You know, it was, oh, it was with like. Perfect it was, storm. It was with like the ex, you know? Not, not just Ooh. AX. It was, was it like, like in public or private? Well, it was our own private breakup. It was just really like messy of a problem okay you know okay. so i was very much not in the mood to do anything but be like over text or in person <laughs> buddy it was a little, a little bit of column a a little bit of column uh-oh, b uh-oh. it was Ooh. yeah not not a fun story i see so i've been with the same person for you know 16 too years. long uh that's your mother <laughs> your parents are happily married uh, <laughs> <laughs> um so i don't know that world of like text message breakup like I do I, 
I can't. I do. <laughs> uh, Cash Allen, for those of you unaware, is uh, our residential. Um, He's the resident uh, Casanova teen, right? Teen, You're the yeah. Resident cool teen. Do they still have yeah. Tiger Beat? Is that what? Is that is what that? Marty and Sarah? It's Tiger called? Beat. It's a magazine. What's a magazine? <laughs> what's a? Is that like? Is that like a blog? <laughs> what's a blog? What's a blog? What's a blog? <laughs> No, he's a teen correspondent. Teen we'll correspondent. Yes. Nick, yeah. he's the only... I, earlier when we did our live show, I was like, uh, Cash is my favorite seventh grader. And then I immediately had, had to say, I had to specify, he is the only seventh grader. Literally grader. the only one yeah. I know. Literally the only seventh grader that <laughs> that's, I know. That's one of those things you can do. It's just like, if you say, uh, I, I love the laughter of children, that's fine. But if you whisper, I love the laughter of children, well, what am that's I, but, even just group. Yeah. One of my buddies was like, isn't it, Good that they call it uh, baby corn and not child corn. Yeah, child corn sounds too easy. Too too easy <laughs> of a word to screw up. Too easy of a word to screw up. Yeah, you can um, make a major mistake. But there. so it was like a really bad breakup. I, again, I didn't want to do anything but like be at home and. Oh yeah, like, you wanted to. You I wanted, wanted to I wanted be in your misery. You stay at home wallow. and listen to "Fuck You, Lucy" by yeah. Atmosphere just on repeat. Just all sad. That's <laughs> all I wanted to do. Uh, like maybe, maybe go get a tattoo. Yes. Yeah. You know, Cash. Don't get don't get tattoos because you. Of over break breakups up. all right <laughs> you see my stupid arm littered with things I, my tattoos are all stupid his acts are stupid so i'm like i'm like i don't want to be in this school and then i i start going and it's fine but that first day of school i just don't want to be there and uh that day they announce uh full sales now working with wwe's nxt program son of a bitch and my cousin who's attending there she's like they're forcing us to do this wwe stuff and i'm like fantastic <laughs> you know that was just the cherry on top so that made you hate your ex that much more oh yeah as far yeah, as i'm concerned it's yeah. it's her fault yeah that, fuck that, her man it's her fault that triple h got with them so you know? much like you could be right now running down the ramp to do a br- pull, you know, pull, you know, be a part of a pull apart mm-hmm. in a suit, you know, trying to help. Nah, nope. nope. But you know, it's, it's fine though, because it led me to being here in this uh, palatial estate with oh, you guys, with you gentlemen. High rise suite we with got, us. We got a beautiful view of the city right now. <laughs> you know, we're being assholes, but legit, like we are, we're like twenty yeah. floors up. We have a beautiful view of the city. Like beautiful like it's McDonald's a really... sign. <laughs> what do you see? McDonald's. Do they have McDonald's in Ohio, uh, Cash? Those arches yes. are golden. <laughs> Old <laughs> McDonald's is that, from Ohio, actually. That was my favorite bit the whole day. Um, just asking Cash, hey, do they have this in Ohio? <laughs> as if as if he was from like... like oh, you guys have, like, do you have Menards in Ohio? I was like, yeah. Yeah, Mar- Marty and Sarah, they were doing a lot of... A lot of those bits. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, that doesn't surprise me. My name's Sarah. Oh, do we have Unky Rick here with us? <laughs> Cash doesn't like Unky Rick. No? No, he hates it. And so Marty tends uh, tends to bring out Unky Rick mm-hmm. in Cash's They They bring vicinity. him onto the show. They bring yeah. Unky Rick, for those of you unaware, on Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling. They, from time to time, have people come on. Uh, like, yeah, like, like Ric Flair. The, Ric Flair, the ghost of Andre the Giant, uh, Werner Herzog. Yeah. An alien. Uh, alien, Brad the Brad. Alien, uh, all friends of the show, oh, all, all buddies, of all buddies of the show. That's great, Unky Rig. I'm, I like. I do too. Cash, not a fan. Like universally, with you the exception would. of a few monsters, I think Gerbert is universally hated. Right, uh, so. Nathan from Nathan's Wrestling yeah, Review. Nathan sucks too. Yeah, Nathan yeah, is no an asshole. Nathan. Yeah, yeah. I do want a buddy cop drama with the two of them. 
together. Nathan and Gerbert? Yeah, could you imagine oh. them fighting crime? I was like a Todd Salon. You know what? I, I recently yeah. watched, I I can't, I don't stop talking about it. I recently watched those Ocean's Eleven movies. You did? Yeah. Just recently? Just recently. I was, Why? Um, <laughs> I was up late, couldn't go to sleep. I was on Hulu, and I was going to just rewatch Atlanta for the umpteenth time, you know? It's a good choice. It's, have you guys seen that, uh, what is it, the, the, the fucking episode with... Uh, like Michael Jack, the guy's supposed to be like Michael Jackson. Yes. Um, I never stopped talking. The Teddy, uh, Teddy Perkins episode. Yeah. That's all I ever talk about so for like for a while. It was like, wow, such a good show. It was like, man, I meet these girls, and all I talk about is the Teddy Perkins episode <laughs> of Atlanta and the Alyssa Lamb conspiracy theory. Like, and they're like, yeah, cool, I'm gonna go. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, no, wait, did I tell you I won? I once won a wrestling match dressed as a penis. Um, nah. Yeah, I, I don't know. I was just, I was just up really I late. They told me that. I'd be like, please marry me. <laughs> yeah, as if they're going to be like, oh my God. Oh, what you a know, like, like, U-Haul, can you get a truck here right now? <laughs> um, but I was just up late and I saw the Oceans movie around there and I was like, mm, you know what? Let like me. you watched all of them? Oh, I watched all of them. What? So I watched the first one, loved it. And then I started watching the second one, but at this point it was like six in the morning. So I was like, I got to fucking oh, go dude. to bed. It was like a Saturday. You watch one through eleven. <laughs> yeah, oh I watched God. one through what? Oceans one through eleven. <laughs> and then so I watched eleven, twelve, and thirteen. I watched eleven, twelve, and thirteen. Yeah. Um, I I was like the second one was, and then there's a Oceans eight that just recently came out. All women, all female cast. I'm like fuck yeah, let's watch this. Couldn't find it streaming anywhere. Couldn't rent it online anywhere. They were forcing me to buy it. I went to a Redbox. Um. Really? Yeah, rent to Redbox, rented it. It's all right. Yeah, not the best. They're and, all like marginally entertaining. Yeah, they're like kind of like Hallmark card clever in terms yeah. of like. Yeah. Well, the best part is the endings, like sure. the the yeah. five minutes where they show you how they pull everything off. Yep. But the the reason I bring that up is like make a WWE like WWE Studios stop making these shitty like uh, movies, like just movies quote unquote movies. <laughs> the only one that's worth a shit in my opinion is um no one lives yeah but that does which, that even count which one's that one uh it's the one with the the um lee turgeson from yeah. oz is in it he runs a crew it's really good like it's a fun movie to yeah watch. it's total exploitation film. yeah well which wwe guy's in it uh the one that didn't he die the one with the big tribal arm tattoos um umaga yeah is that who's in it? I believe what? so. What? Shit. Might have to take this to the Google. Man, no, I like fighting with my family. You know, Paige here. Did you watch? <laughs> did you watch that? No, I, no, oh. I didn't. I'm not gonna either. No, uh, no one lives is is all he, right. Cash probably watched the other Paige movie. Yeah, that the other the more interesting one. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not like, saying I, I like, didn't. Like I, like they have so many funny people on their roster. I don't. I've never understood why and they, they don't, don't make. But they also. That's the same company that is doing that. Whatever that is, the blood money in the bank. The yeah. Well, also the Lana and Bobby Lashley thing. So what do you? you Which, know they the bar a, is very low. The bar is definitely bar. very low. They did like, a WWE surfs up too. What's surfs up one? Like the penguin, like the penguins the penguin that movie. are. Shia LaBeouf does one of the voices. Happy Feet. No, uh, it's Brody, a different penguin movie. Brodus Clay. Sorry, I didn't. Brodus Clay. Ugh. Brodus Clay. Ugh. 
The Funkasaurus? Uh, he's awful fucking fuck. Got an action figure of him. Yeah. Do you? Yeah. Yeah, but you, in fairness, you have an Too many. Pretty, yeah. Yeah. So uh, many. Yeah, I just wish they would do something clever with those. Just put all those fucking guys in movies. You know? Well, they have that studio. Uh, have Studio, you know. Have a production company and make, like, subpar shit. Like, who, you know, who cares? You know, like, yeah, can like, you imagine? Dolph Ziggler one was so ridiculous. Dude. How about every single Marines movie with the Miz? The Marine movies? I actually saw the Marines twice in theater. Did you really? With the, yeah. the John Cena John one? John Cena, OG. Okay. Well, because I went with my dad to go watch it. And then I had some friends who were like, do you, gotta, you, do you guys want to go watch, uh, fuck, I think it was one of those Pirates of the Caribbean movies that was out at Sounds the same time. Right. Yeah. Something like that. Like we went and they're like, it's sold out. The only thing playing is the Marine. So we got, yeah. yeah, we got stuck watching the Marine. So and, what happens? John Cena just shoots at people? Well, it's he's got uh, the wife that was the blonde from Nip Tuck as a wife. Okay. And then... Um, T one thousand comes along and okay. kidnaps his wife. That's right. He's Robert that. Patrick. Robert mm-hmm. Patrick. Robert Patrick. And then um, the man that surprises me every time he speaks Mandarin starts. Uh, <laughs> the fuck? Yeah. Right. I'm, I'm remember not those the, videos came out. I'm not the only one, right? When John when Cena John, starts speaking Mandarin, do you oh, remember you when all that John, came? C- John Cena, my Twitter friend. Yeah, me too. <laughs> What Let, the fuck is that? Let's tech, let's DM him right now and get him on the show. Is that a bot? I don't know. Or Wait, does he so have John somebody? Cena follow you guys? Yes. Yeah, yeah he started following I legi- a bunch of people. Yeah, I No shit. He's I, like the patriarchy of the Allen family and the host of the PWT cast. He is friend and, of the show. Like a hashtag follow back. John Cena, I, friend I, of the show. John Cena, friend of the show. Team I, follow back. Legit, right here. John Cena followed yeah, you. Along with me. I reached out to Luke Harper. Luke Harper's DMs are open. And this was before like they started using them again. I was like, hey, man, you want to be on the show? And literally that <laughs> n- literally that night, they uh, brought him back to TV. Fuck! Like, Fuck. Uh, but they I, he's probably the, one of the best IC champs since uh, The Miz. I love him. Yeah, yeah. he was great. Yeah, and mm-hmm. he uh, he's a Kevin Smith fan. His name was Brody Lee. Yeah. As, a, as an homage to Mallrats yeah. um, when he was on the independent circuit. Yeah. Um, but we, we've been talking about these movies. You guys all made a movie together. We did. Yeah, we did. We we did. We, we it screened here tonight in Chicago. Yeah, yeah. Airbud, yeah, which was very Airbud. Airbud. <laughs> they made Airbud Six. <laughs> no, yeah, we so we did the Chicago screening today, and uh, even getting that situated was uh, we we interviewed. We had an interview prior to yeah to the this. Well, we were supposed to go on at six. Yes. And uh, Stank came on late. He got there late. <laughs> Some story. I, I don't know. But he, you know, he had, I think he dropped his brother off somewhere. I don't know. He showed up late. I showed up a little late myself. You know, me and Cash were hanging out with Marty and Sarah. Yeah, and uh, we didn't get to interview this person until about five. Yeah. And we were only supposed to go about half an hour. And it went longer. It went about an hour 15, hour 10. But exciting stuff. It was, it was, it was a good interview, and immediately we finished. It was Hulk Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, don't think he, don't think, uh, don't think I'm going to rush to get him on the, him on the show. No. But yeah, we, we immediately rushed from that, and like, pri- I like I, we originally planned that, like 5.30, we'll do a sound check, kind of we'll all go over what we're going to do. And 
none of that happened. We literally rushed over there. People were already waiting. Fuck. Yeah, and we're just like, run, oh, run, sorry. run. We're like, sorry. Let us let us throw this together. And for a lot of improv, it is improv. A lot of improv that happened. Yeah. Um, I think we did well. I think yeah, we did good. it was, yeah, it was, it was fun. a fun yeah. live show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it was a great setup. Yeah, a lot of high setup. energy. Uh, crowd was good. People liked the live show. They people liked the movie. It all went. It all went well. Yeah, um, there was no a, one got hit with rotten produce. No. So, no. Um, we uh, we screened our movie Powerbomb, um, that was written and directed by by Zach and BJ Colangelo. Yep. Uh, the, the, BJ couldn't make this trip. Yeah. But. BJ unfortunately couldn't be here. She's actually from Chicago. Really? Yes, yeah, she's a Chicago. No, she was on yeah. Wrestling with Depression. She was. Marty. Yeah, yeah, the I, very last episode. Yeah, yeah very yeah. last episode. Yeah, I, she uh, she was on the show. So, it uh, was on that show. But yeah, she's from here. Just unfortunately couldn't be here. Um, but uh, yeah, it's a movie called Powerbomb, written and directed by them. Mm-hmm. Uh, stars Matt Cross, uh, son of, formerly son of Havoc on a show that no longer exists. Uh, uh, but uh, the rest of the world knows him as uh, as M Dog Matt Cross, uh, myself uh, Cash, That's me. uh, Cash Allen over here, my son, um, uh, Britt Baker, uh, who you can see every Wednesday night at eight p.m. on TNT. Were you guys aware she's a dentist? The rumor mm-hmm. on the street is that she is Britt Baker DDS. You know? Yeah, DDS. Doctor. They should definitely emphasize that more. I feel like they should talk about it more on commentary. Yeah, maybe yeah. maybe put like a tooth on her ear. Maybe what if it's on the Titan Tron? That would be good, right? That would be. Good. You know what? Yeah. Has anyone compared her to Isaac Yankum? Because they, that's. Oh yeah, I wonder if anyone's ever made that joke on Twitter. Yeah. You think anyone's made that joke? A, a dentist <laughs> wrestler joke? I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, legit, it's amazing that she's a doctor. Oh yeah, it's that's. My favorite though is ridiculous that she's she's so bare back. She's so talented and she's so committed too. Because her her her, uh, Instagram, if you follow along, where she's posting pictures of like her with a black eye and like talk like talking about how she feels bad that she has to see patients. Mm -hmm. Like hell yeah, I want a dentist that like you have patients. Can you imagine being a child going to your dentist and like oh what 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 happened to your eyes? Fucking B Priestley. B Priestley beat the shit out of me on Tuesday night dynamite. And not on there, not having Tuesday any night. not having or Wednesday, Wednesday night, night Wednesday, Wednesday night dynamite. Oh, uh and not having any context to what that means. Yeah. Whatever. Like <laughs> I don't know what that means. Imagine, like, imagine, like if you took if you took your son to the dentist and you saw the doctor like that and you're like, What the fuck? What's going on? What's going on? Shop? Yeah. And they're like, Oh, they wrestle on the side. You're like, Do you do you not get paid enough here that you have to go wrestle for a living? Like, but it's awesome that you get to do that. Jesus, dude. It's, yeah. so, it's um, so yeah, so she, but she's, a, she's amazing. Um, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Ronnie Jonah, who's a very, uh, is a very well-known independent, um, actress done a lot of independent horror. So has a really good following. Greg, Gregory iron, who lots of people out around whoop, here know. Whoop. Yeah. Um, who has his own podcast now. Iron, Iron on wrestling, Iron on yeah. wrestling, which is really fun. Uh, Dick Justice, uh, Ricky Shane Page, who uh, lots of Chicago folks know as well. Yeah, he's a he's a big he's a staple of freelance wrestling yeah. here. He's yeah. Chicago. Great. Yeah, uh, Aaron Seacrest, uh, known as OK Pants, he's a very well known uh, graphic artist. Yeah. who also happens to be a super pretty, talented, pretty goddamn good actor. So, um, yeah, it's a 
It's a movie set in the world of independent wrestling. Uh, uh, we we liken it to being a a thriller, black comedy, very dark. Um, yeah, definitely has those tinges to it. Yeah, um, and uh, it's uh, about a wrestler played by Matt Cross who uh, has a family and is on the brink of trying to decide like this is the road I take. Do I double down on this? And a fan, uh, a very rabid fan. Uh, overzealous, we'll call him, uh, played by myself, uh, <laughs> fears that his fan is losing his edge and decides he's going to do take any means necessary to help him gain that edge back. Zach, you described it as uh, misery meets the wrestler. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And that is pretty pretty much like that's the best description of it is misery meets the wrestler. So if that if if you've seen those movies, you can kind of start to piece together where those where those would intersect and that's that's would be a, similar to what powerbomb is so zach was it was that always the idea for the movie or is it was it an idea that kind of just evolved into into well, what it is now i remember one night it was wes and i were having a couple beers and you we parted ways and he hit me up with this dream about that he had had and this idea and just kind of started snowballing from there yeah and um because yeah. when I came to with the idea, I like, I, I didn't even know if it was anything. Yeah, I mean, it's it's just was like I had this dream. I think like, yeah. this is a story. And but we we knew who these characters were once we started talking about them. But like, yeah, you know yeah. that guy at the wrestling show that just yells way too loud, way too close, and needs a, a shower more than he needs another shirt. <laughs> it's it's a very like. And that fandom, like that, that's that, fa- that it's, it's really, that's at the core of it. It is a movie about fandom and, and the dangerous line of fandom, um, which you see, you guys see pretty, pretty firsthand. Um, so what's, yeah. what's the scariest thing you've encountered? Like customer wise. I mean, you, you, cause yeah. Um, I mean, and you work with a lot of these wrestlers too. So, you know, you're, yeah, you know, has, I it, mean, has anyone tried to sell you like video of you sleeping or something like that? Like, <laughs> I, that'd be creepy. I had, I, there was one off the top of my head. The most recent thing I can remember is, uh, it was, it was a lady. She doesn't listen to the show anymore, so oh, I can talk about it. Okay. But, uh, she had me on social media. We kind of hit it off. Start talking. We're like, oh, Thanks cool. for turning into Dirty Talk dirty with your talk. host, Cash <laughs> West and Zach. Cash, uh, cover your ears. No. Um, there was no talking of fingering, much like the, uh, the uh, live show earlier, which there was a 12-year-old in the front of the room and a 12-year-old in the back of the room, which is, that's the, you know, that's the kind of content you get, you that's know, you're gonna get here. at a live yeah. PWT Cash show. Yeah. No, but They're she, doing worse nowadays. Don't. <laughs> Anal's first base. Can't trust middle schoolers. So she, you know, we hit it off, start talking, and she goes, I got to tell you something. I'm like, oh, yeah, what? She's like, I know who you are. Okay. Like, yeah, we've been talking for a while. She goes, well, I saw you at the CM Punk autograph signing. Uh, I'm like, okay. Yeah, because I was the person in charge of you. Know, yeah, she's sure. Like, yeah, she's like, well, like, I took these pictures of you because I thought you were, like, cute. And then my friend was like, oh, I think I know who that is. And we just went down this rabbit hole and found, like, your social media. So I was like, yeah, that's. I was like, okay. 
Uh, was she just wearing a giant red flag? Uh, yeah. At that point, she was like, here, can you hold my my red flags right here? I got I got all these other ones. And um, it wasn't much long after that there was never, you know. Yeah, that's probably not going to be a follow-up. Dates three and four never really happened yeah. after, that ha- after that. But, I mean, working different autograph signings, like there's always people that come up and yeah, they, you're they, mean, they mean well. Yeah. Yes, a lot they of do. people. I, the intention is that. I and I think that's the biggest thing. They don't think what they're doing is they don't see it as being like harmful or wrong. No, and I get it. I'm I'm on the opposite end of that. Like, mm-hmm. you know, if I if I go to a, a young bucks autograph signing, I'm like, well, this is, these are just Matt and Nick to me now. Sure, I yeah. I know these guys. I can talk to them like I'm talking to you guys. But to someone who drove three hours to come see it's them, a different thing. And is paying a hundred something dollars to absolutely do all that. It's like. What do I say? What do I say? Sure. Like I, I don't know what's you know like I'm I'm meeting Kevin Smith like two weeks from now. Yeah, don't know what the fuck intensity I'm intensity level. For don't know you. what I'm gonna say to him, you know. And I'm probably gonna come up with a million things to say up there. And then when I finally do get it. up there, I'm gonna look at my leg tattoo. <laughs> you know, but there's definitely some people where like, and I always feel bad because maybe some people do remember, maybe some people don't remember. But odds are, if you say, "Hey, Zach." Do you, I met you at this Denny's four years ago, mm-hmm. um, in the middle of the middle of Missouri yep. at like four in the morning. Remember, I said hello to you. Mm-hmm. Odds are they don't remember that. No, that's a lot. It's a lot to ask of somebody. Mm-hmm. Like I don't, yeah. I don't remember my birth. <laughs> I don't remember. You know, I I don't remember people that I I went to high school with. Mm-hmm. You know. Because it was, you know. Was but there's definitely interactions you've had with people where you sure, do remember. Sure, And you, that's not to say that, like. Have you ever had this one where you forget the names of, of people you've had sex with? I've never had sex. I'm, <laughs> I was told to wait till marriage. Uh, <laughs> I'm saving myself. There you go. Yeah, I am saving myself. Um, no, I don't think that's happened. At least not yet. It's, it's the worst where you're just like, uh, what's their last name? Slippy? Slappy? What about you, Cash? Oh, Samsonite. A little <laughs> way like off. There's one virgin in the room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I mean, but it's also not to say, like, if you've had an interaction with the wrestler, odds are they do remember you. Like, yeah. You know, yeah. we, like, we've had, like, the, like, the Kenny Omega um, meet and greet. Like, he remembered these people. There was people sure. that would come up to him and saying, yeah. you know, hey, but it's just, there's, there's a time and a place where like if you meet someone at like an autograph signing you have like a really good you know mm-hmm. meeting they'll probably remember that they'll also probably remember if you were a shithead oh for sure man because oh, I, can... I know there's a lot of people that come to these autograph signings for various wrestlers where I'm like here is you know here's this fucking joker yeah and yeah. they just again they don't know any better and there's uh there's uh if you're familiar if some of your listeners are familiar with uh, old wrestling based in Ohio. Uh, my, is, 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 that's easily my favorite independent promotion. I, yeah, you've I, been talking about it all weekend. I like, I, I, that's the thing I tell everyone. Like You have to experience one of their shows. Yeah, like, it's all, so much fun. It's, it's, it's so unique and so much fun. And live, live band playing yeah, entrance music. Like a live ragtime band. Wrestlers. Like, it's amazing. It's, it's, um, it's incredible. But there, there are, uh, there, there's a, a fan there that is very... Um, like it's the intensity level is very uncomfortable. Like you, you get used to it, 
Um, I, I think he has some developmental issues. Um, and look, you know, I mean, that's not to like, you know, I'm not saying that in any sort of negative way. He mm-hmm. has no control over that. Mm-hmm. But um, the wrestling is a little too real to him. And that intensity level can get scary where we saw him run into the ring at a show. And they handled it so well. Yeah. They go, oh, God, they handled it so masterfully. Like, I, I, and that's Marion Fontaine, if, for those of you that are familiar with him. Handled it like a pro. Did not make it a, did not make it a scene. Because it was its own, <laughs> it was becoming its own scene. And he, uh, he diffused the, they diffused the situation very, very well. And, but that's, that intensity level can, that's kind of, that's the dynamic we played with in, in Powerbomb yeah. is. We play with. What the, if you tip over that line? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What, if, what if that line is tipped over? What if, uh, what if it goes from rabid fandom to a dangerous situation? Yeah, because there is a lot of that, like, it's, it's not something I'm too familiar with, but I'll see a lot where it's just like. Roman Reigns Stan account. Yeah, sure. Which, sure. Cash, are you familiar with where the word Stan comes from? Eminem. It's from an Eminem song where. In, yeah, where, where, um, crazy fan. Yeah, Devin Sawa. Yeah, Devin Sawa. Casper yeah, from Casper. Idle hands. Yeah, yeah. Where Devin Sawa uh, kills his wife, and he's this crazy stalker for Eminem. Yeah, and like. Yeah. Kids just willy nilly throw that around like mm-hmm. I stand God this, damn, I stand there's that. Like it, there's stands all over. But like, it's like very like stand accounts. Yeah, and yeah. like I go to school with people that will say like, "Oh, I stand this K-pop group or something." Yeah, but what, it, it it skirts that borderline of uh, fan fiction as well. Of yeah. like, oh well, like, you know, like there will be full like Sasha Banks stand account where it's just like, <sighs> yeah. Just you know, and it's weird. Like that's weird. Uh, I'm uh, sorry. Uh, yeah. Like if that is your thing. Now that I know, yeah. it, I'm on Instagram means. a lot, and yeah. like there are some weird, like Alexa Bliss, Mandy uh, Rose. Yeah, he was telling especially me, especially those two. He was telling really me get. we we had he and I had this conversation a couple days ago, and he told me that there's there, accounts there's a lot like of dedicated accounts like to just women wrestlers. Yeah, without a yeah, lot of clothes on. Yeah, uh, what are these? <laughs> yeah, um, it's, it, I need the website specifically. He he said it's a lot of Alexa Bliss, and <laughs> a lot of Alexa Bliss and Mandy Rose. Yeah, yeah, and I don't, I, guys. If you really want to be that grossed out by it, just listen to Corey Graves. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, I, I and it's something I don't understand. I can't relate to. You know, mm-hmm. you can just like something. You know, but some people more. Yeah. It's, it's more than that. Yeah. So I, 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 well, I, th- I think the big thing with it too, though, is is part of what we did with Powerbomb of, of writing it with with BJ and and talking with Wes and developing these characters was we specifically wanted to play with the kayfabe of it all. Mm-hmm. Of you know, in the movie, Matt Cross is married and has a kid, and in real life, he's a pirate sailing the seven seas. Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah. Um, you know, we 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 wanted to keep his name in it we real. We never know where he's at. But like no, (laughs) I couldn't tell you where he is right now. I have no uh, fucking clue. But like Britt Britt Baker, like her character, um, is you know living in suburbia after a a career-ending injury, injury. and so we were like, no, you know, we 
we we don't want to wish that upon anybody. So we specifically made the choice of giving her character a name and mm-hmm. and changing all that. So it was it was interesting to piece that together of what we wanted to be based on reality and what we wanted to fabricate and then what we wanted to stretch in between. Because it's definitely like interesting because like that's something that we're familiar with, kind of that side of wrestling. Absolutely. But very much like when the wrestler came out, it wasn't anything new or groundbreaking. No. I believe for for us who have been following it for a while now, like it's that's a story, story where wrestling fans know. It doesn't yeah. have to be a fictional or real person. It's just a, it's a very familiar yeah, it, it wasn't of wrestling. It wasn't any one specific no, wrestler. No, like I no. think I I I think Aronofsky might have said it like Mick Foley was somewhat of an inspiration yeah. for it. Yeah. Beyond the mat, I know for sure was an mm-hmm. influence on But for the, the baby bird. You know, for the most part <laughs> that like Terry Funk was retired oh, 20 Jesus times Christ. maybe. Mean, you know, this I think is, he's retiring right now. He probably is retiring and then planning his comeback. Well, that was the whole thing too is Terry now Terry is like legit I don't think you could get in the ring. Dude, you watch Beyond the Mat, and he's like, I cannot wrestle anymore. Like, I need to put, or is, that's the one where he puts but over But then he Brett still Hart. did, though. <laughs> yeah. For several years. Lil Funker can still go, though. Yeah. Damn right, yeah. Lil Funker can still go. I want to know when uh, Nathan Biebs is answering the Lil Funker's call. Yeah, he's a little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like, that that's the story that I feel like it needs, it's like, to, to be told just yeah. to like so people can understand that because again with wrestling it's it's something people often like look down on where they're like mm. yeah. it's kind of it's just it's a carny thing well, I, I think mm-hmm. it's this is is that there are a lot of issues with toxic fandom mm-hmm. you know just a, 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 in general a, just in general yeah, across absolutely. the board and you know in, in examining that there's <laughs> a lot of people that complain about toxic masculinity and rightfully so um, I think that part of addressing that problem is is actually addressing how it grows, how it develops, where it comes from, and um, yeah, how does it get to that point? Yeah, like what is what is feeding? We good? Okay, what is feeding it? Like what what is? How did it get from? How, how did you get from? just being a fan that really enjoys something to it consumes your life. And like, I like you can blame it on the thing itself because if it's marketed properly, it's marketed in a way that it wants to create an obsess. It wants to create an obsessive fan base. And that's just anything that's comic book movies. That's comic books. That's, that's uh, music. That's music. Yeah. Like it wants to create an obsessive fan base. And, if you are a, if you if you straddle a line of, you know, if you deal with some things at a difficult level, you, your fandom could easily tip over that line easily. Mm-hmm. If if you're if you're in a fragile state, you 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 run the risk of tipping over to that toxic fandom, where it's the only thing in your world, and that's where you become dangerous yourself. Because now, now you're now you're a danger to yourself and others in that in that sphere. Yeah, like it's it's always weird, like where to draw where you can draw the line between like how much is too much, how much is too much. Because Absolutely. it's I imagine, especially for someone starting out, mm-hmm. you know, who's just kind of breaking through, like 
everybody loves me now. Yeah, sure. Everyone is telling me. On Everyone t- knows who I am. Everyone knows who I yeah. am. People want to buy my t-shirts. They want to buy my 8x10s. They want pictures with me. Yeah. They're on Twitter constantly telling me how great I am. But, but you- it's a weird thing, though, because it's like with wrestling, I, I equate it almost like with with uh, like porn stars or things like that. Like People think that those characters that they're presented as yeah. is who they are. A hundred percent of the time, they can never turn it off. Uh, well, that and it creates that that unwarranted ownership. Yes, and that, mm-hmm. I think that's why I equate it with 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 like porn stars because it's that Absolutely. connection. Like yes. everybody has their favorite wrestler based on style, based on look, based on following them up through the ranks of indies to wherever they might go. How many podcasts do people listen to where they feel like they know the host? Exactly, you know, the, I. I often tell, well, um, like my buddies that live up in Canada, they, they have their, their podcast. And I often tell them like, I, like, I know you guys. Yeah. So it's, it feels like I'm just sitting next, right there next Absolutely. to them. Yeah. Um, just talking with them, just listening in on this conversation. Um, but I've also like, I know people like how you mentioned where, you know, you listen to someone on a podcast, someone talking, you're like, Oh yeah, yeah. I know. And it's like, you yeah. No, you don't. I've been listening to Mark Marin for, I mean, from that's the very first like few podcasts I ever listened to were the Art of Wrestling and WTF. Mm-hmm. So I feel like Mark Marin is somebody I know. I don't, but I feel like I know him. I feel yeah. a connection to him for and, sure. And that, that's not to say you guys meet, you don't hit it off. I feel you guys would sure gladly hit it off, but a a lot of like a lot of people just seem to just assume like you mentioned yeah they assume like oh, okay yeah. i've i've watched all the zach's movies and i've listened to all the interviews I've heard about, about the podcast i've heard about the podcast yeah, yeah 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 terry yeah. balea does not have an 11 inch penis nope that's but hulk hogan that's hulk hogan yeah little known fact <laughs> well <laughs> unless you read the court records. and like i know we talked about it yesterday where because i mentioned like I, I do a lot of like autograph signings with cm punk and stuff yeah and a lot of times people come up and they're intimidated because the CM Punk character is, is, you know, tough guy. That doesn't you know? He's supposed to be an asshole. Yeah. Phil Brooks is a sweet person. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You said people out there don't like him. There's whatever, whatever is going on with his personal life is going on with his personal life. But like I've been there to where people come up shaking, nervous, and he's, well, calm down. You know, cool. It'd be cool. It's just me. All good. All, All good. good. Yeah. And he talks to these people, and they leave like, you know, cool. They're like, oh, sure. you, you just see it melt away. And there's very, like, I know Kevin Smith is kind of someone like that as well, where you can see. He can disarm somebody. He yeah, can disarm yeah. someone. And, like, wrestlers are more so are good at that because the one, the you ones. You can walk who, right up to their table. Very few fandoms have that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can walk up to your favorite wrestler at their table and buy their shirt directly from them. Yeah. Not a lot of not a lot of uh, mediums have that. You can't go up to Brad Pitt and tell exactly. him how much you well, loved him in Ocean. Exactly. It, but it's even yeah. weirder than that because we were t- we were talking with with Matt Cross about. It. We were like, you know, so what were some of your experiences and things like that? And it was when uh, he was like, yeah, you know, people come up and they'll they'll put you in a headlock. It's like I don't know you. Why are you? Can you me imagine like this? that? Can you imagine be, like being that person? That puts like puts a stranger in a headlock. What a yeah. fucking crazy like if 
like you think like oh it's Matt Cross I can I, I can no. give him a noogie you, like, you no. can't do that to anybody that is not yeah. acceptable anywhere what's like uh when people tell stories about like oh like I met Walter and I asked him to chop me why would you do that why? Yeah. like he doesn't want to chop you I don't understand that thinking I you know and I know we we try like around here we on the PWTcast we try to keep it positive but these are just examples of us talking about the like that's the, the toxic side the of it. The toxic yeah. side of it. Because that's what the movie's about. And it's just to, in as much as it's about that, the like toxic fandom. And it, it's it's obviously like there's, there's you know, there's satirical elements to that. Mm. We made it because we're all huge fans. We all love wrestling. We all love movies. That's, that's the, the root of this. And specifically, we're huge fans of like weird cult film. And to think of those two worlds crossing, um, it's too easy to like. Well, let's make a movie about wrestlers, and the there's a bad guy wrestler. No, no. Let, make a movie about these performers and the fear of the of the unknown, the what ifs. Well, I kind with, of feel with, like that's that's kind of why like Glow, um, yeah. the Netflix show, has been interesting. Like this past season very little wrestling yep but much more about the story much more about the story and that's what you care about like um people often say you watch hogan rock it's no kenny okada no but the story those characters story told a good story and that's what matters that's not to say that's all you need because there's you know i you know you look at someone like the miz who's a good talker yeah he can sell you on a match how many of his matches have you ever been completely wowed by, right? Like where they're super memorable. It's not been about that. Mm-hmm. But he's clearly very, very good at his job. Yeah. yeah. Because he keeps everybody, he keeps everyone involved. And he wrestles safe. He does wrestle safe. He he says so himself. <laughs> <laughs> um, one thing I constantly bring up, the fact that our buddy Cash over here, uh, not only is he in the movie, but uh, our boy, he he directed a movie. Yeah. Yes, I did. Like, what what is that like? Like, I, who who did you approach to say I want to make a movie? Was it Zach, or yeah, did Zach approach you? Zach and my dad and BJ. Because I I kind of just typed up the script and messages and sent it to them and was like, I don't know. I just started thinking about it and it seems cool. And then. Next thing I know is I'm actually filming it and it happens. And what's that experience like? Because I know I <laughs> I had very like actual, like one of the things that I hated about going to film school was that there was very little actual filming. Not going, doing the actual thing you like, want to yeah, go there for. Like have fun with math. And I'm like, <laughs> there you go. I'm like I'm that's paying definitely you, film school. I'm paying you this much for what? Math? Go fuck mm-hmm. yourself. Right. But right. What, what was that experience like for you? Like, because you got to be hands-on. I know I saw like you posting the pictures of your dad posting the pictures, Zach posting pictures of just like everything going on. And like, what's because at 12, I was running around outside until it was yeah. too, until like I got told to come home and maybe I'd watch SmackDown on like a Friday or something right. if it was on. But like at 12, you're directing a movie. <laughs> very, very lucky to have the people around me and my parents and it's once you get into movies you can't really get out is that what you've wanted to do like 
but when you were younger, I mean, even now, mm-hmm. when you're like, when I grow up, I want to. It's either I I say actor, but I I it's always been wrestler. It really wrestler. It's always been wrestler. Yeah, yeah. that's always ever. He's always wanted to be a wrestler. Yeah. <laughs> and what are, what are what are you and the wife? We want like feel? our big our big thing is like as kids like. My parents never like discouraged me from going after things I wanted, but like we never like you know I, we weren't necessarily like provided the same opportunities to go after our passions. So for my wife and I, it's very important to us. Like we, if our kids have a passion, that should be fostered. You know, you you should cultivate that in a kid and let them pursue that. Uh, and if you have the means to do so, you, you have the, the wherewithal and the ability, then yeah, give them the, give them, you know, an outlet for that. Uh, so that's where the film and the acting and theater and things that he does, like it's performance. He loves performance, uh, but wrestling is what he's always, you know, and it, it, that's, if that's what he wants to do, we're going to point him in whatever direction we have to. He's got, fortunately, has enough people in his life that are built into that world that that opportunity is there for him. I think Zach and I can confidently say, like, you guys are crushing it as parents. <laughs> yes, absolutely. You know, Zach more so than I, you know, he's around you guys more yeah, than sure. a little longer. But that's the one thing where... I'm just first in line to get adopted. That's what I'm waiting on. <laughs> See, I'm that way, but with Marty and Sarah, like I'm just waiting for them to be like, oh, "There you go." You know, like yeah. I, I pull the I pull the power move on Marty today when he went to uh, he went to go pay for because he we went to pizza. I believe it was Sarah. Sarah sure. paid for the pizza, um, and we went to go get ice cream afterwards. Sure. And Marty pulled out his card, and I was like, "Get the fuck out of here." And it was like it was very much that like whenever I go out to eat with like any of sure. my uncles or something sure. where you're just like nope, but but yeah, it was just like I I got this. Let day. me let me do this one. Let me do this one. So I'm I'm waiting in line for them to adopt me. But I mean, shit, I might just be number two right behind you. <laughs> you know, I'll be part of the Allen Club. It's well, speaking of number two already being potty trained, that helps the adoption process. Even, yeah, even better, right? It's one less thing to do. He's like potty trained and a full time job. <laughs> yes, sir. This is a good one. Cash, you're getting bunk beds. <laughs> um, it's it, it's important, I think, and it's not a new thing. I mean, we're not the only parents in the world that create opportunity. You know, try and create an opportunity for their kids. For us, a film set is a ball field. You know, like that. That is our ball field. That's that's what he does. That's what he. So you know what we spend days on one. It's the same way parents spend days at a baseball tournament for their kids, you know, or basketball, volleyball, whatever. Um, it's it's just a different it's just a different medium, but it is the same thing in that this is something our kid does and enjoys. So we're gonna make sure he does it. He, for, and for him too, I've always been involved in film, uh, and so that's kind of something he's always known is movies he's always been around it so it makes it a little easier to like well we know people that can help you do that if you want to do that thing you you know we can do that and with powerbomb why would we go out and look for another kid when we had one why would we go and audition a kid who is only going to do their version of the thing we want when we have a kid that understands what we're trying to do yeah. and can but do that it was a, that was a unique challenge though that took severe consideration because it was you know we didn't want to take advantage of cash we wanted sure. to make sure that uh he was at the right age because 
um, when we wrote it, we we're you know we're really gung ho of like oh we're we're gonna shoot this now, and it's right. like well no we need to raise the money and get the locations and all this other stuff. But by the time we had put all that into play and got it all set, he was at the right age, so it forced a another yeah. sit down around the table of like hey let's reconsider some things. Yeah, very young in the movie. He, he was speaking. Yeah. There was, I uh, because the movie screened right after the the podcast, mm-hmm. and like I had I had a lot of people that came to you know to to hear us, and uh, or some people that stuck around a little later that then they said they would. Like Frank, you met him, my mm-hmm. manager. He was like, "Yeah, I'm I'm getting there at like two thirty. Probably gonna stick around till four. He stuck around for our podcast, yeah. which I was yeah. like, "Fuck yeah, you know, awesome." Um, so I was kind of saying bye to everyone. You know, everyone going their own ways. Sure. Uh, and then at one point I came in just watch watch some of the movie that i could and there's a little boy cash it's it's yeah. weird man yeah it's like, so weird like he talked and i was like what the fuck what was wrong with your voice yeah. like i was 10 <laughs> like, oh yeah it it's a trip um because we all i mean it's we're all so much. you also sounded like a 10 year old boy. i, as well. I sound like a 10 year old boy the whole cast like that was a a, a choice we made that everybody sounds like yeah. a 10 year old boy but the biggest thing was you lost a, a significant amount of yeah weight i've as lost well. quite a bit of weight like i i had somebody uh i think it was in kansas city when we screened it a guy asked me he's like was that a like a you know, was that like for the role? <laughs> you were like, yeah, yeah, I'm actually. Uh, yeah, I'm a really, uh, I'm a really. I Christian bailed yeah, it. I'm a, I'm a really aggressively focused method actor. Like, no, I just was making really shitty life decisions, and so I changed that. Um, but I also think it, it did help the movie. I can look at it now, and oh yeah, it plays into the character for sure. I think that part of what helped make some of those life choices. Uh, change was playing that role. Sure, yeah, yeah. I mean, a, a lot of it, it, you hit a point where, for me, it was also like, you know, I, I don't want to shortchange my kids, you know. So, you, you know, you start, you go, well, I got to make some better life choices. But also, like, it was nice to watch that movie and be like, wow, I've changed significantly since filming. Like, yeah. that, that's a nice. That's a nice thing to always have, but yeah, and, and we're in a unique position. Like, I, you know, if, if I can't do ADR. I can't re-record any lines no, of dialogue with no, him. No, like Cash can't go back and do ADR. Yeah, no, he's, he we're going like to redo com- the movie, recast Cash. Right. Yeah. It, it sounds like a completely different person now. So it's, um, but you know, overall, like right as as of right now, every screening has been a positive experience and it's not going to be a movie that's for everybody we aren't going into the release of this movie is like this no this is a very it it is a specific audience we're not dumb we know Mm -hmm. like we're we're crossing over some lanes of very specific types of of fans so there's and that's who we're trying to reach you'll never make every wrestling fan happy well that's no oh there no we're gonna have plenty that hate it yeah. Well, I started the approach when we, like Stank and I came up with the idea for the show, where we we didn't want to do a wrestling review show. No, there's enough of them, right? Yeah, and yeah, like, absolutely. If, if I'm like, listen, if you want to hear a recap of Ross Smackdown, go to Post Wrestling, listen to those guys. Yeah. They do they, it great. They fucking crush it. Yeah. Sign up for Patreon. Do it. It's worth the money. Mm-hmm. You know. We didn't know, like, if there's something to talk about, we'll talk about it. If it comes up organically, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And 
like you and I talked about this where I was like, well, I'm a, I'm a big podcast guy. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I took a little bit of what I liked from this one. And sure. What I liked sure. a little bit from that well, one. Well, yeah, yeah. And we weren't sure if, because we're the podcast of pro wrestling tees, if people were just going to expect, um, like, just wrestling. Yeah. Just us sitting around and, oh, can you believe fucking Undertaker? <laughs> you know what this show needs is a yeah. punk came back. Yeah, well, you don't fucking work there. Yeah, yeah you know. <laughs> or, like, there's people who are like, great, it's the AEW podcast, right? Right. Like, there's no, like, Ryan doesn't come in here and say, take that fucking Finn Balor shirt off right no. now. No. Like, there's never been anything like that. No. Like, the dude grew up on WWF. And there's no, there's exactly, there's no one. Fans are fans. We we all grew up on it. We all grew up with the WWF. <laughs> WWF. Well, WCW. I grew up with WWE. I didn't get into it. Until exactly. Exactly. WWF. WCW was pretty much that was it. Um, there were NWA and AWA, depending on your market, right? That was it. You know, I didn't. None of us had access to um, the Japanese stuff or. Yeah, that was what anything weird like that. It was years later, and all that. That was all through tape trading and like mix. Did you, did you mix ever get into tape trading? No. Um, by then, I mean, it yeah, was like two thousand four. It, yeah. it was two thousand four yeah. when uh, I got into okay. wrestling. What I got super into is going to Circuit City when it was still around. Oh and purchasing, yeah. yeah, purchasing like five dollar wrestling tapes mm-hmm. and just learning that way because well, I, like Eddie but, Guerrero was my gateway into wrestling. Okay. I, it was the go home SmackDown before WrestleMania 20. Mm-hmm. There was Eddie Guerrero pushed Paul Heyman, who pushed Don Marie, and that led to Eddie being arrested. I believe that was a segment. Yeah, it was something like, a, like something that, like that. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> "Yo, who's this fucking Mexican superhero?" Yeah, because I again, I was just that kid who was like, "Uh, do you know wrestling's fake?" And yeah, sure. You know, sure. I was I was Nathan from Nathan's Wrestling Review. Yeah, which and is the worst type of thing yeah, to be. Worst type of thing. But it was Kurt. It was the feud with Kurt Angle and Eddie Guerrero that just just brought me in. White hot. You, yeah, white hot, and like I can't talk to Eddie Guerrero because unfortunately he's no longer with mm-hmm. us. But mm-hmm. anytime I interact with Kurt or with Vicky, like. I cannot talk Eddie with them for more than like 30 seconds before I start to just like well up. And I, you know, I'm just like, never. I think that too. I'm the same. I think with, uh, like if I ever met Bruiser Brody's son or wife, yeah. like I, like, I feel like it would be the same thing of like, I would have a very visceral emotional reaction Mm -hmm. because I can't, I also think of it too. Now as a father, I can't imagine I can't imagine what they went through, losing him in the way that they lost him. See, I wasn't until that Dark Side of the Ring came out. Wasn't where like it blew a lot of people's minds. That story. I knew it was like, oh, there was an unfortunate incident in Puerto Rico, (laughs) and then I saw that and I was like, oh my god, he was murdered. Uh, Like, man was murdered. Carlito, your dad couldn't get an ambulance because they were all at the Menudo concert. Yeah, it's fucked, dude. It's the whole thing is it's all fucked. Yeah, it was and. And you know, people, people smell that smells like an assassination plot to it, me. It, well, also, you what you what you really have is it, it. It's a broken system that deliberately stayed broken to prevent people from finding out the truth. And so you have you have a man who is unjustifiably murdered, and 
a family that never gets that resolution. Friends, his peers never get that resolution knowing exactly what happened. Yeah, like you hear Tony Atlas tell that story. Yeah. It's haunting. It was so, it was the thing that broke my heart too was hearing Abby talk because mm-hmm. he, he was so like dismissive of it. I'm like, you don't fuck, you know, you know everything that happened. You know, you, you guys had so many, ma- you worked together so much. I just, I really hated how he came off in that. I was really, and it was him. It mm-hmm. was the way he presented himself in conversation. It was a real bummer. But, um, but yeah, the guys like that, you know, where like, it, it, it's such, it, God, wrestling such a unique world with so many, so many tragic stories. There are so many yeah. tragic stories in wrestling. And the fact that like not, not enough people are, are trying to, plug that into film mm-hmm. is is baffling to well, me. that's like, always that's why it's like i always wanted to make movies just yeah i wanted to yeah. make movies it's um, a compulsion i i saw clerks like very young and was just like what the fuck this is weird and then yeah. i saw like the blair witch project and i was like this is even weirder yep yeah and then and then you find out how they're made exactly and i'm like yeah. wait i'm like they they spent how much if you hear snoring, cash or or, or underrated yeah. cash. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. No, it. it hey, you don't don't wake him up. Don't no, wake I wanted up. to go to the other end. Uh, our buddy Cash fell asleep. It is. Uh, it, it in Cleveland time. It is ten after two a.m. Yes. Yes, and in Chicago time, it is. It's one. It's about one. Yeah. Don't worry, guys. We'll, we'll, we'll wrap up soon. <laughs> little, little boy Cash talked out on us. Um, yeah. He gave up. He's gassed but, up. But yeah, it's like when, when you know, once you find out, like it's not That's hard to make a movie. Absolutely, man. Yeah. And independent wrestling has that same spirit. Same mm-hmm. way with starting your own band. Like mm-hmm. yeah. it's all the same. Where you're like, "Fuck, I can do that." That's why we started up the podcast. Exactly. Yeah. Kevin Smith, the the one advice he always gives it when people ask, like, "How do I start a podcast?" Just, Just do it. Fucking do it. That yeah. same way with movies. You want to make a movie? Find the shit and do it. Yeah. yeah because I I don't know about you. Zach. Um, Steven Spielberg ever just show up to your house and say, "Here's a here's, here's six, a huge check. <laughs> hey, here's a blank check. Go make a movie." Yeah. yeah, and it's it's a weird thing too with with wrestling where it used to be you know protecting the business and having training and things like that, and and those are both still extraordinarily important. But in terms of fandom and things like that growing, like it's, now it's it's with a tweet like, "Hey, check out this GIF of yes. this crazy move" or things like that, or or things like that and um i mean it's changed filmmaking too i mean specifically Mm -hmm. with the style of how we shot this film was um we wanted it to be cinematic but we also knew that hey this is this is going to be on a streaming platform this Mm -hmm. is going to be probably watched on a tablet or an iphone absolutely um you know over 40 percent of the world's media is consumed while you're on the toilet Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that changes how you frame a shot, how you how you light it, how you're going to shoot it, yeah. and things like that. Then you add the challenge of of wrestlers that you tell, hey, you're going to act, and <laughs> and things like that. It uh, wouldn't seem like a stretch, but for them to wrap their head around that as a th- more as a like, I mean, I do it, I do yeah. that, but like. Now I'm doing it, like I'm doing it with a, a much different muscle in my body than I normally do it with. Yeah. It's they do it stops them at first. Yeah, but God, they're all fucking. They're so natural. Yeah, it's they're great. In them. It. It's already in them. I mean, Jericho. Jericho like tells a story. He, 
I the seventh seven hundredth time I've mentioned Kevin Smith on this podcast, <laughs> but like he was he talked to Kevin Smith and Kevin Smith was like, yeah, you're so like you're such a natural at acting, and it's like yeah, he improvs. You know, I mean, then you know he, he yeah. would improv every Monday night. Every single Monday right. night, sometimes even Fridays. Right. And that's just, it was a different system then where it was like, you go out there and know what the fuck you're doing, or you're going to look and sound like an idiot, and right. you're not going to get that chance. I heard but, a story like that about Stone Cold Steve Austin being in, on some show, showing up to do some segment. And they're like, we need you this and this and this. He goes, oh, yeah, got it. Are you sure? And he's like, yeah, 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 got it, got it. And then they... They ran, they they rolled, and he nails it, and they were like, fuck, he's really good. Because he does it without a, without a safety net. Mm-hmm. He didn't have, he doesn't, he does this every week, and he does it without the confines of a script and a, uh, you know, a, it, the, here's beat for beat how this whole thing will go. Yeah, because yeah, often, like, there's, there's definitely people that can memorize things. Yeah. They can yeah. sit there and memorize the whole fucking book if you give them, like, uh, during the making of Tusk, uh, the Kevin Smith movie, mm-hmm. um, have, I, have I mentioned Kevin Smith before you guys? But during the men- making of that, one of the stars of the movie, she uh, she did a lot of uh, telenovelas in Mexico, and Kevin was like, I, I gave her all her stuff, and mm-hmm. she she didn't go over it again. And I was like, oh, do, do you need more time? And she was like, no, no, no. Like, in Mexico, they feed you so much that you either learn it all or they give you a fucking earpiece and Damn. you just go. Because Damn, it's just I so imagine that. Right? Can you, can, I can't even process that. But they're like, yeah, he's like, he gives her her dialogue and he gave her just a whole monologue of her own just because he was like, oh, so you can, you can just memorize all She's that. beast, let her go. It's like, <laughs> all right, let's test it, let's do it. And she pulled it off. So I can, and with wrestling back in the day, there wasn't, like now you have these very lame scripted promos so i hate here's here's one thing that's funny is like i have my the character the character i play has some very lengthy um diatribes and you'd love to talk in the movie tapped into that right and it it really did like it locked in with i i I was able to lock lock into that because i am a talker i'll sit and and fucking talk with anybody dude all you and i did last night that's all we did we sat and talked poor cash was just Passed out, passed out, it passed out in demos <laughs> while there's like fucking douchey frat oh, boys just, yelling. The lamest, corniest white, the, the most like generic white people talk, being drunk and talking dumb shit. Um, but that, like, those monologues to me weren't a stretch. When I really look at them, I'm like, that's not, I, I can, because it, I get the stream of consciousness of it. Where this, but this is a person talking and thinking they're right, and they're yeah. just ba 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 ba, and saying things with they're saying things with passion and conviction. It just happens to be things that are crazy sounding, and that that's the difference. Is whereas we, you know, you and I sat and talked forever last night. We were just having like normal conversation. This is a person who is saying things, very specific things, and saying it with. A lot of conviction and a lot of emotion, but they're things that have this. Uh, they're they're skewed, like there's yeah. a crack in the mirror. You know that it's it's a really it's a it's a really unique way to hear a conversation play yeah. out because rather than like ah oh, you're just this bop 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 back and forth bouncing bouncing conversation back and forth, it's a guy who is just boom 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 you know just going and going and going and banging that drum, and. 
even if that other person wants to answer, they don't get to answer because I still have more to say because no one fucking listens to me. And those are that that those people walk this. You They're are around out there. those people we, every day. We walk past these people on the sidewalk every fucking day and don't know that that's a person that's going unlistened to. Mm-hmm. What's well, kind of like if you <coughs> Cash is over there uh, dying? dying. Cash, this is his death throes. <laughs> He's uh, got a cold. Yeah, like you watch the Joker and it's you see that you know, like he. I don't know when this is coming out, but it will have been a few weeks since that movie passed. Oh, sure, 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 sure. Spoiler alert, if you don't want to be spoiled, but there's a scene where he shows up to Robert De Niro's set, and, you know, he's... Oh, the yeah, the show he's on. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you seen it, Zach? Not yet. Not yet? No. Well, there's something that he does, because I don't want to spoil it for you. Sure, sure. He does, and he's talking with Robert De Niro about it, and he's like, no, no, nobody, none of you guys fucking give a shit. I walk by you guys every day. If that that had happened to me, just walk right over me, ignore me. And there are a lot of people that feel that way. A lot of people that are that way. They exactly. have very strong feelings. Exactly. And, because, and no one's listening to them. So they have to resort to these extreme Roman measures. Roman Reigns yep. stan accounts or YouTube comments or Reddit. Where yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's yeah. mean. It, it's saying horrible things. Like uh, the people that tweet horrible shit to a celebrity that mentality is attached to a person and that is a person who feels like uh, who, who just feels like you know a, a lamp in a room you know yeah. just they're unnoticed and that I, I think that's the thing is they want to be noticed like if you're not going to appreciate me for really my is. fandom really is. then then you're going to hate me for my persistence absolutely absolutely yeah it's it's a it's a you you feel like you know, like you and I've had that conversation about when you think about Jeffrey Dahmer, you know. And oh, I, yeah. I was telling you about that last night. The notion that like like Zach and I had had the conversation, and Zach had made the comment that if someone had said to him like it's okay that you're gay, it may not be something you want to tell everybody. You yeah. may not be prepared to do that, but it is okay. It doesn't mean there's something wrong with you. You're not broken. It's just who you are. And here's a prescription for lithium. And here's medication. <laughs> and these are things that he didn't have access to. And he, and it, I'm not saying like that conversation and medication would have stopped what happened. But what if? Yeah, like, I mean, what if, what if it was treated? Seriously. Yeah. Wouldn't have hurt. What, would, it have, would it have slowed something down? Because someone reached out and that again it comes back to that point that you walk past people every day and you don't know you don't know what their story is you don't know that's that's one of the things that paul does in Mm. power bomb is paul tells matt who he is because no one has ever fucking listened to who paul is so i have this guy here and i'm gonna tell him who i am and he's gonna find out the thing that no one knows the pain that this guy feels that no one's ever heard because no one listens. He's just a guy. And we, we don't realize it, but we're passing. We're in traffic next to that person. We're in the grocery store next to that person. And what is the line for them? Where is the hair trigger? What, what, what's the tipping point? And I, that's, that's really what the movie plays with. What's the tipping point of, of, of being ignored and being in pain? This is, by far been the deepest uh most 
<laughs> you know, like unconventional episode of the PWT cast. Yeah. But I'm happy that I was able to have it with you guys. We are um, too. Yeah. It's been a long night. We'll wrap this up. Guys, where where can people find you online? Uh, you can find uh, Sickening Pictures at sickening-pictures.com. We've got a ton of short films, music videos, stuff there that you can watch for free, especially yes. while you're pooping. It's great entertainment. Yep. Oh, hell yeah. Um, you can find uh, BJ Colangelo at, at BJ Colangelo on Twitter mm-hmm. and Instagram. I'm yep. Zach for Zombies, Z-A-C-H-F-O-R-Z-O-M-B-I-E-S on Twitter and Instagram as well. Very worth the follow on Instagram. I love your stories. There's always like some new song. I, I've discovered so much music just through your <laughs> oh, stories. Thanks, thanks for um For any of you Cumbia fans out there, there is this guy who just does like remix Cumbia songs of like the Ghostbusters theme, the Avengers theme, just a bunch oh, yeah. of different things. And I fell down that rabbit hole. Let me, <laughs> let me fucking tell you. I fell down that rabbit hole from just like watching your stories. And I'm always just like, oh, okay, I got to download this. All right, I got to download that. <laughs> uh, uh, I am on Twitter uh, uh, at Wes Bloodsprayer and on Instagram at Wes is Bloodsprayer. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, hit me on either one of those. Cash is on Instagram, uh, but uh, you uh, yeah. you got to get through the iron gate of his mother and I. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, we got. I would say also check out uh, Turnstile Films. Yeah, and the, 1984 Productions. Yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah Matt Janaki, Um He's we're one of his first narrative films. Um, yeah. Are we the first one? Yeah, I believe we're the first yeah. that because he, he's done a bunch of documentaries to yeah. the garbage and, pail. Kids and obviously, and once the film, things. once we have more information on, so it, what, what we can tell you is uh, uh, tentatively uh, beginning of 2020. Right now, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's the plan. That it will be, it will be released to to the public. Then, uh, keep an eye out. We do screenings like this. Um, uh, it's it's played in Cleveland, Toledo, Cleveland, Ohio, Toledo, Ohio, Indianapolis, uh, Kansas City, uh, and now Chicago. And we'll be playing in Atlanta too uh, in the coming months. So keep an eye out for that. Yeah. And for those of you who uh, were at the live show, um, or I'm pretty sure we'll put the live show up on this on the site. Sure. Um, Stank and I are politicking for uh, roles in Powerbomb 2. <laughs> Powerbomb 2, Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> electric Boogaloo, because I'm... Are you guys aware? I I don't know if I've ever mentioned it on this show, or to anyone, really. I'm kind of... Kevin Smith fan? Kevin, yeah, not a Kevin Smith fan. <laughs> I was actually... Uh, I wrestled once as a penis druid. Really? Yeah, I won the Freelance Halloween scrump? Battle Royale. Yeah, that's oh, me. Oh, okay. I didn't realize you were that scrump. Yeah, you know... <laughs> I, you were probably thinking of the one hour TPW. Yeah, that's the one I uh, thought you were. Employee of yeah. the year. I didn't realize I, you were you were the one that won the freelance battle royal. Yeah, I see. I didn't know that. I'm, I'm okay. kind of I'm weird about. It. I don't totally really, changed. I don't really this. talk about that a totally lot. Totally changes this. <laughs> to, totally random. I'll tell <laughs> yeah. the story. The last story. The I most we'll, famous we'll, penis druid of we'll, all time. I'll we'll cap it here. Uh, a friend of mine. She wanted a T-shirt with. She's like, oh, you made me a T-shirt with like you as the penis druid on it. Of course, done. Which I I also made I made eight by tens. Gave one to my mom and one to my uncle. My uncle probably displays it on his table. You go to his house right no there. No shit. My mom. It's hidden behind a plant. It's all these like pictures of like my sister at her Dude, graduation. Dude, you were I was on and I won. God, I was damn. on pay per view and I won. And it's just like hiding behind a, these nice pictures of like my siblings and my. Family. Is it autographed? Oh, it, okay. It's autographed. That's why I figured it was. Like, oh, it is autographed. Yeah. But my friend, she's got this picture of uh, me as a penis druid, like with my hands in there, like this. Yeah. Uh, she's on a cruise and fuck over somewhere near Puerto Rico. She goes 
two fucking people have walked up and this is this is a friend who when we first met she goes i i gotta get it out and and let you know i i know who you are not the same girl from earlier before. okay it's not from the person. previous okay. conversation she goes okay. um my friends used to work with someone named uh, gpa and he wrestles for freelance wrestling and so they went to go see him two separate friends not together sure two separate sets of friends went to that match and they saw you win this match dressed as a penis she's like so i knew who you were and i'm like brother it worked hey man yeah yeah and, whatever, well, and whatever two, so, and so two random people yeah. have like walked up to her on this random cruise and they're like oh i know that guy he's yeah. like and just like god damn it i've i've had people at wrestling shows now that have seen powerbomb because um, it's it's pulled in a lot of wrestling fans mm-hmm. at the screenings but i've had people come up to me and uh Said, you know, like, oh, you guys, Paul gonna get in there? No, Paul's not doing shit. Yeah, <laughs> Paul's here to watch the show and support his friends. I told Cash earlier when you, I keep saying it's the last story. This will be the last story. We were at the ice cream store with Marty and Sarah. Yeah, sure, sure. I leaned over to Sarah. I go, I'm like, I'm so sorry. What? I was like, that was pretty embarrassing for you guys, wasn't it? <laughs> She's like, well, I'm like, when all like the all those like 18 year old girls behind the counter were like. <laughs> Oh, there's so much Chicago podcast royalty in here, but most notably Cash Allen. And Cash was like, sorry, ladies, you're all 18. <laughs> all right, guys, thank you for being on the show. Of Let's, course, uh, thanks for having I'll us. I'll get out of here so poor Cash can get some rest. Poor kids sleeping. I love it. Thank you again to uh, the Allen Club and yeah. Zach Schildwalker for Always fun. Yeah, I was like, it was so adorable when fucking poor Cash just fell asleep. Yeah, well, he's just like he's a he's a young Padawan, you know. Yeah, and and I'm telling you, like even after we were done recording, uh, we sat around just still talking. Yeah. for like another forty five minutes, and I'm like, I gotta, you guys gotta be up in the morning. Like, I gotta get the hell out of yeah. here. Uh, which was hey, also happy belated birthday to both Cash and Wes. Their birthdays were uh, earlier in the week, so yeah, yeah happy belated happy birthday, birthday to them. Yeah, Wes is like I, I, I very much mentioned to him, and like after I was like, dude, I was like, we're like kindred spirits. Yeah, you know, I was like, if I felt like I'd known him forever, and it's weird, and like I and I've, I've talked about that before with people like like Kevin Aldridge, where I'm like, it's so cool how many like friendships. Like I, I like I'm I'm pretty sure you can talk for yourself yeah. too. Like that we've like formed from just like just podcast. Cool. Yeah, the podcast showing up at events. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, like one of the more pleasant surprises with Trevor Outlaw. Like yeah, he's like an old friend. It seems. Oh, hey, like. which by the way, uh, Trevor Outlaw was on this week's episode of My Violet Tendencies. Yeah, the podcast produced by Matt Nix. Yeah, awesome episode. Yeah, Nick also had his dad on the week prior. Yeah amazing episode yeah. like go out of your way to listen to my violet tendencies you know maybe i think he only has like about five episodes up right now but uh listen to the one with his dad it's so good and the one with trevor too like yeah. again just listening to trevor talk like you know it's just him and nick it's again just one of the things where i'm like oh okay i get why like we're such good friends now because yeah he like, gets it he gets it and it kind of just yeah. brings people together like earlier in the week, uh, I was talking to a friend of the show, Wei Ting from Post Wrestling, mm-hmm. and he was kind of just well, because we, we both started listening to uh, this rapper the Baby, and so I was kind of just like, oh hey, like there's this one cool music video he put out, so we're kind of just talking about that, and then we were talking like the movie and just all this stuff, and like it's so weird to me that well, because what All In was last year, right? 
All in? All in, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so if you would have told me like it seems like forever ago it now. Like forever it? ago. Yeah, it seems if you would have told me like, hey, um like post all in, you'll become friends with like John and Way. Yeah. And even like Braden and Davey, who are all these people that like I listen to. You know, now I'm like friends with them right. and from that like all their friends, you know, like I mentioned earlier, Brandon from New Jersey, yeah. you know, there's Jesse from the Six, uh, WH Park, all these people that it's like all starting to melt together. Yeah, you know, even MJ from NJ, just people that like I've become friends with and like legit friends, you know, like I'll sit there and like I talk or like I'll text, just message and stuff. Yeah. Or like Marty and Sarah most notably, you know? Like there's so many people, you know, Katie Fabe, you know, yeah. Cash, Wes, all that like there's so many people and it's like, oh shit, like it's just so cool to me that like because we're all like uh very much nerds about this very specific niche yeah. thing uh you know like yeah. it's a, speaking it, of katie fabe i gotta talk to her about uh, getting my hair did for the cruise oh yeah i got some ideas oh yeah yeah man the cruise is coming up as well yeah it's right around yeah the, if any right of you are gonna be yeah if any of you guys are gonna be on the jericho cruise let us know um means thing you're gonna try and do some uh gorilla podcasting on yeah, there we're gonna be walking around looking so yeah like if you see us and you're a friend of the show and you want to be part of the show it's prime time for that on the boat. Yeah, just let us know. We're, yeah, we got some fun stuff planned for that. Uh, Ryan's wife is going to be on the cruise. Yep. I would listen. I would have talked to Julia because, like, see what it's like. See what it's like. Frank's wife is also going to be on the yep. cruise. I'm like, definitely got to talk to Melissa because she's she's such a fun person that I'm yeah. like, we got to talk. But yeah, unfortunately, we'll be sharing a room with Michael. Yeah. Like, if if you guys are on the cruise and you saw the cabin layout, there's two beds, so. Me and Berto have a cabin, and then stupid Michael, of course, got in got in late. There's a little bunk bed. It's <laughs> like the tiniest, flattest board. That's where Michael's gonna be sleeping. Oh yeah, I told him I'm like, there's no way you're taking either of the beds. No, like we're gonna do all sorts of fun stuff. We're gonna put shaving cream in his hand and make him do it. Let's put face. let's put some icy hot in his like boxers yeah. when he puts them on. Oh, or we'll God. like we'll hold him down with the. Uh, blankets and hit him with soap socks or no you know what we need to do is we need to give him some edibles because when we were in vegas he took some edibles yeah (laughs) did not he did not speak he was not on his phone he just sat there he sat in bed looking like winnie the pooh because his shirt went up Mm -hmm. and he was (laughs) it was i want to say it was adorable but it was like the opposite of adorable in some weird way seeing a grown man just winnie the pooing i mean he's like a he's you know if i had to describe my god saying unadorable winnie the pooh yeah that's that's definitely my go-to. None of the cuteness factor. None of the cuteness factor. Uh, but yeah, if any of you guys are gonna be on the Jericho cruise, let us know. It's it's pretty fun, uh, especially this year around. I think we're gonna we're gonna switch it up as far as what we do when we get on the island. I think there was talks of, or you went in the group chat because, uh, yeah, I don't, don't have, have an iPhone. iPhone. Uh, I think we might go swimming with the sea lions. Yeah, that's what he said. I don't normally go swimming with uh, wild animals, but uh, I was like, oh, I'll hang out. Yeah, but maybe I will. I mean, listen, I remember last year we were all on the beach playing, and then uh, there was a fish, a little fish that swam by, and I've never seen 12 men run like cowards. Like, yeah, we all got the fuck out of there. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, like, we're such fucking cowards. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that, that'll be really fun. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, another really fun thing that I'm looking forward to is our favorite segment of the week, Fan of the Week. Uh, you know, I'm the aforementioned Kevin Aldridge composes this beautiful theme for us. Yeah, the like, jingle of a lifetime. Jingle of a lifetime. I uh, I told you about it. Um, Mark Duplass, uh, actor. Yeah. yeah, he's like directed some stuff too. He's uh, he's a lot, he's like shoot one of my favorite actors. You yeah. know, like he 
I, I love him in the league. Um, I love him in Blue Jay. He put on a movie Blue Jay. Safety Not Guaranteed Safety with Aubrey Plaza. So good. He created yeah. the whole mumblecore genre. Yeah, you know, and um, he put out a thing that he's like, oh, I'm doing cameo, and uh, he's like, oh, I'll do this, I'll do that. He's like, I'll uh, sing and perform an original song. And so in my head, I saw that, and I was like, huh. And so, like, I tweeted at him. I was like, hey, like, could I, if I do this, like, I'll donate, you know, yeah. for, for the charity. I'm like, but could I use that song for my podcast? And he liked and he, it. No, he didn't even like it. Oh, I it was did. the, no, it was the, oh, the, uh, company, the did. company did. Okay. Yeah. He never responded. I'm going to try and, like, tweet again because I tweeted yeah, from, hey, like, what's up about my account and yeah. the PWT guest account because I'm like, listen. Like we, we gotta make that happen. Yeah, I'm we like, gotta do an, we gotta make up another segment. Yeah, we'll do like another segment yeah. and have him uh, do the jingle for that. But for this segment, we fucking call them the pro, Kevin Aldridge. Yeah. Uh, and this week's fan of the week is actually a pretty fun one. Um, we had I mentioned last week Ryan Mears, friend of the show. Yep. Always see him at freelance shows. Always down. Yeah, he's always down. Super cool guy. He came into the shop the one time we were, we wanted to record with him, and then like the fucking idiot I was, I left all the equipment uh, back home. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I, I caught him after the show. We were both getting hot dogs, courtesy of Boogie Dogs. And, uh, yeah, let's get right to it. This week's end of the week is, uh, friend of the show, Ryan Mears. Discrump and stank, I'm riding today to be the fan of the week. Your services suck, my order is fucked. Place this morning, I'm free. I hope it keeps you awake. You ain't ever getting Omaha steaks. Sound your fan of the week. Have a nice day. Hello, I am Ryan Mears, friend of the show, and here's our fan of the week from Corey from Parts Unknown. I think that AEW is great because I had enough WWE because it is boring. No aching. Don't give me wrong. I think that WWE don't have enough of high flyer in the ring tell chris jericho he is doing a good job keep it going i never seen good matches on tnt every wednesday now i did not miss it because you are doing a good job love it i am a big fan of chris jericho all the years no punctuation wow have a nice day thank you again ryan mears for that yeah. uh big supporter you know thanks for being a friend of the show yeah thank you for being a friend of the show i forgot to mention up front a brand new friend of the show i've been making people sit around and wait and listen uh so this was what wednesday or thursday thursday i think no wednesday maybe it was wednesday maybe wednesday. this week's been a blur yeah i get a i get a, a message from you it's a brand new text every mouse and you tell me that uh, your daughter was just, she got it for you for christmas and she was so excited that she just yeah gave so, it to you. so it came in and like i had a sign for it and like my wife, my wife was like, you're getting something, don't open it. It's probably for you. And so, like, I've got really good gift discipline. I don't like peeking. So I signed for it, and I told my wife, Annie, that uh, it was here. And she's like, uh, did you see where it came from? I was like, no, I didn't even look. She's like, you're right. I was like, I swear I didn't. I just grabbed it, put it down. And she's like, all right. So she gets home. My daughter gets home from school. And... Uh, she goes, this was a gift from your daughter, and she wants you to open it right now. It's for Christmas, but, like, she can't wait. And I was like, I don't know. And then my daughter's like, please open it right now. And I was like, all right. So I look at the label, and I was like, oh, I know exactly because it's from France. That's where I got my last mouse. I open it up, and it's uh, Joaquin Phoenix Joker mouse. 
Yeah, I love it. Like you showed oh. it to me. I ran around the shop showing it to everyone, and they're like, "Yeah, we saw it." And I'm just like, "I don't care. I'm gonna fucking tell you twice yeah. about it." Um. Yeah. Uh, it's much grosser than the other one. Definitely because its feet and hands aren't covered. Yeah, and so the the artist that made this. Uh, so there's rodent teeth. You know, they come down like a beaver almost. For some reason, this guy like sharpened the teeth to like they're like snake fangs, right? There was like two snake fangs, but when I opened it up, one had snapped off. But it was so tiny, I couldn't like get it back in there, so I had to snap the other tooth off. It, was, it made like the most sickening snap. But so now I got a toothless. It's he's smiling really big. He's holding up a card, and uh, it's pretty incredible. Dude, we got to talk to Hot Topic Joe, friend of the show and sponsor of the show, yeah. uh, about getting those mice in Hot Topic. We got to right. Like, can you imagine? It sells so well. You go, you go buy yourself a Spider Man shirt, a Stranger Things Funko Pop, and then like a taxidermy mouse. Yeah, that would that would be. Who wouldn't buy that? You'd be listen. You'd be a fool not to. Yeah, but. Yeah, like, I was so excited when I saw it, and, like, I posted the picture. And there was some person who, you're probably, I don't know if you're listening right now. I forgot the name of the, because I deleted the comment. But I was just like, oh, we'll talk about this then. And he's just like, it's a Joker mouse. Ha ha, just kidding. And I'm like, well, no, you clearly followed David, and you saw the picture. Like, you know, so I just, like, deleted it, because yeah. I was like, I don't, don't have. Don't spoil it for everyone. Yeah, I'm like, I don't have time for that. Which, again, most people probably follow you, like, yeah. on your regular instagram and yeah. we're just like yeah we already know who this is yeah um so i deleted that and have any time for for that kind of negativity yeah. Don't we have time for positivity yeah. which only positive us, yeah which brings us to so uh earlier in the week we're running you guys some of you guys might have noticed we uh we stopped doing the t-shirt contest simply because it just it got too busy here yeah it's been crazy yeah like i just listen i just told you because i worked at least 90 hours yeah. this week like you know to have to have them print you know anything more it's like no well that's the thing like we sold so many shirts and items that like ryan shut the site oh, off God, dude ryan was here sitting here working this weekend yeah so if you if you were on uh Instagram, he's hauling shirts around mm-hmm. i mean like i said it's been everyone on deck so for us to say oh somebody ordered 20 shirts but here uh, print this free shirt that we're sending yeah, out. Yeah, like we're not going to do it. We couldn't do it. We, it was, this was so fun. Like Friday, it was me and Frank opening boxes. Yeah. And Ryan's like, oh, I can help you guys. And he just sits there and like opens it. And he's just like, man, this job sucks. And we're just like, oh, yeah. Like, it, you know, it's fine opening the first few ones. But by the time you get to like your 40th fucking box of just, mat- you know, pulling out the box from the t-shirt, yep. folding them, matching them to their invoices, putting them on a shelf. It's not yeah. fun. And then Saturday, I came in, and because mind you, the night prior, I was here till four in the morning. Yeah. So I come in Saturday morning. I'm already fucking tired. It's like two in the afternoon at this point because I had to get some sleep. And I'm just like walking, and I look over, and I'm like, what? Am I hallucinating? I was like, why the fuck is, why is Ryan at Jeremy's printer printing? And, uh, Jeremy got fake sick, so Ryan fucking took it upon himself to just jump on the printer and start printing. And I was like, fantastic like you know like it's i don't know how i don't know that many other ceos who would just get on the fucking floor and and do the work themselves but hey that's how it all started right listen if you watch that pro wrestling t documentary you can see this guy loves his job yeah loves his company that he's built from the ground up and yeah man it's all hands on deck uh frank's wife melissa was here yesterday as well helping unbox like you know, everyone's here. Everyone out here is doing their part. Like yeah. even right now, like I felt bad. I was just like, uh, Stan, can you fucking drive down here 
to record because yeah and i said you know what i'm on it yeah i um we hopped in the stink mobile and headed right over stink mobile i love it uh but so earlier in the week you know like i mentioned we, we had stopped doing that and we figured you know what let's try let's try to let's do a little some let's do something different i yeah. put out like hey let's try and get up to 600 followers i think we're like at four we're like a little over 400 now so yeah. we're, we're not there That's yet weird. Yeah, but uh, we decided to do a contest. If we can get over uh, 600 follows, uh, we're going to give away five random Funko Pops courtesy of M3 Toys. Yep. Um, and if we can get up to 1,000 followers, we're going to give away a whole set of uh, WWE Funko Pop, the next like wave of yeah. them, which is about like eight or nine yeah, Funkos. It's a good deal. And it includes two chases. Yep. So it's not a bad fucking deal. Yeah, if you, all you, you got to do is... Hit that like button. Yeah, so spread the word. You know, we're at PWTCast on, on Instagram. Um, help spread the word. But So I posted that, and then friend of the show, Effie, quote tweets that. And he was <laughs> yeah. like, uh, well, maybe if you posted the episode you recorded with me, you would get those followers. To which I was like, and I, I, I came in, and like, I, you know, I okayed it with you. Like I told him, I was like, listen. Yeah. I was like, I don't think I've had, I was like, I'm not even blowing smoke. Like, the episode we recorded with you was the most fun we've had yeah i felt bad randy was like you can't keep saying that with every episode i was like i'm sorry they've like, genuinely been yet yeah, funner and funner every time yeah we do like it. i don't think we've had like a bad interview yet you know they're all yeah. just like really fun but the one with effie too like i can't wait for you guys to hear that yeah it was pretty good so much so that i told effie i was like you know what i was like we're saving this for a christmas episode yeah i was like we're gonna give the gift of effie and then i believe it was you who coined the have a merry effy christmas merry christmas a yeah. merry effy christmas so uh yeah so two weeks from now our christmas episode is going to be uh the merry effy christmas. christmas episode which again so excited for you guys to hear like, it was such a fun episode yeah, we're taking christmas and we're making it gayer yeah exactly uh he <laughs> has a show uh wrestlemania weekend in front of the show dirty dave he was like oh he goes i'm disappointed that i think it's like effy's big gay like uh show or something like that something like that yeah he was like he should have called it the gay one climax oh right i'm just like is there still time for uh that's too perfect exactly well, the next show yeah we'll book show we'll book our own show and just call it the gay one climax yeah. uh it's just gonna be a, a triple threat match <laughs> me you and effie right and it's not and not even us wrestling it's just us sitting there talking more yeah like we get into some just like crazy shit like i think there's maybe five minute wrestling and then an hour just just pure joy yeah pure magnificence like afterwards i was like nick i love effie i'm like i want this guy to be my best friend i told him i you know we talk about how joe hot topic joe he's he's gonna be our first uh two-timer you know we're gonna have him on effie we're gonna have him on as well again a second second time so which is it's a very elite club yeah you know joe and uh effie and you i'm gonna put it out there next year uh i'm gonna try and get kevin smith again you know, this time, I, this time I want to bring you with. So make, it, make it a yearly thing. Right? Like, I'm the, that is my, like, so yesterday I was listening to an old episode. And we'll, we'll wrap it up now, I, yeah. I promise you guys. Before we just keep on rambling, I was listening to an old episode of Wrestling with Depression, Marty DeRosso's uh, mm-hmm. older podcast. Because on this week's episode of Marty and Sarah, they talked about, like, people going back and listening to the first few episodes of, uh, before it was Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling, it was Wrestling Without Depression. Yeah. Where Marty and Sarah would essentially do what they do now. But Marty had her on for his podcast, Wrestling with Depression, which right. he would just talk to like wrestlers, comedians, just kind of about life, you know, about like depression sometimes as yeah. well. Uh, so he talked to her, and that kind of stemmed like uh, 
me just going back through his back catalog of other people he had, he's had on there, you know, Tommaso Ciampa, Tommy Dreamer, and there was one with uh, Kevin Steen, Kevin Owens. Yeah. Uh, and in it, he said that his life's goal was not to, like, win the world title at WrestleMania, but to sleep in The Rock's basement. Like, he wants to have a sleepover at The Rock's house, specifically in The Rock's basement. He's like, that's my one goal in wrestling. And, uh, like, I'm not sure if he's done that yet. I don't think he has. I want to know if he's if that's still his goal. I'm sure he could make it happen. I'm sure he can, but... My my goal for twenty twenty is uh we're we're gonna get we're gonna get Kevin Smith again. And sleep in his basement. And sleep in his basement. Uh so yeah, so our Christmas episode, the week of Christmas in two weeks. Yeah. Uh will be Effie. The week after that, uh it'll be uh, an at home episode with Stank and I, just kind of wrapping up the new yeah. year. Ruminating. Um, yeah, which uh let us know. We we think of kind of we toss that the idea around of just like once a month, just kind of like uh we'll we'll come up with a catch your name, but like an at home yeah. episode just you know just us talking and stuff uh but next week will be uh, a fun episode we mentioned them earlier up front at the at the start of the show yeah uh cousin jeremy yeah we're gonna we're gonna bring him on get, gotta get him on there yeah because uh i just love cousin jeremy he's like such a he cracks me up every time right? i see him he yeah he's like he's so full of joy he's just so full of joy like i've never like him and nick are just two of the most like genuine people yeah you know that like i've met so we'll have cousin jeremy on um because again he's it's got it'll be interesting seeing from like an outsider's perspective you know coming in like oh you just got fucking thrown into the fucking shark tank yeah. and he, he's like a human-sized ewok a human-sized ewok I mean, i'm literally gonna run back there and tell him that I mean, right look, now that is the perfect descriptor on him. him that's <laughs> that's him like you described uh Sven Gulli as a less sexy Elvira. Which is yeah, I cousin, stand by that. Yeah, cousin Jeremy's uh human sized Ewok. Human sized Ewok. <laughs> yeah, so next week we'll have cousin Jeremy. The following week we'll have Effie. Um and then for the new year we have a lot of fun interviews planned. We have a, a lot of fun stuff coming. Uh so yeah, that's uh I'm pretty much Yeah I'm pretty much done. That's all we got to say. Yeah, about that's all that. we got to say. Uh follow up again, you know. Um, if you're a new listener, follow us on social media. We're at PWTCast on Instagram, at PWTCast on uh, Twitter. Um, our other, you know, our personal uh, social media is on there as well. So you can just follow us there if you'd like. Um, give us a review on iTunes. Uh, five stars, please. Yeah. So the algorithm. That's all we accept. Like, and also, I'm wondering, if you saw us on AEW Dynamite front row and you thought, who the hell are Stank and Scrump and Stank? Uh, and you Googled us and listened, I want to know. Yeah, if there's any of you guys who are listeners, just through, I had uh, uh, um, Joe from H-Town. I know he, he listens to posts because he like tweeted and he like, he tweeted at us this weekend and he was like, oh, he goes, you know, at first I only started listening because you guys were giving away T-shirts and then you stopped, but I kept listening and like, you guys are all right. And I was like, fuck yeah, thank we're you. thankful for that. Yeah, yeah, thank you, Joe from H-Town. You know, we're thankful for all our listeners. We have a ton of them from just all around the globe. Yeah. Like uh, one of my favorite things to do is on the analytics side of, our, the, of the website, just see from. every, and I'm like, whoa. We're global phenomenons. We're global phenomenons. We're almost, we almost have all 50 states of yeah. the U.S. We need to find someone, and I believe it was like Kansas and Alaska and Hawaii. But We'll get it done. Yeah, we'll get there the 51st state vietnam vietnam yeah watchman fans uh but yeah uh again follow us online uh give us five-star review please if you can and uh 
stink i've run out of things to say yeah me too i'm tired and it's been such a long week hopefully next week when we talk um it won't have been uh after such a marathon yeah you know You'll get well rested i mean listen i'm literally fin- I'm, I'm using my lunch to do this podcast yeah so right after this i'm getting right back to work yeah, we hope you guys appreciate this yeah because He's looking malnourished well, you know, I have a I have a jar full of like assorted nuts and raisins and M and M's. There you go. So that that'll be my sustenance for the day. Um, but yeah, for uh, the PWT cast, I've been scrumped. And this is Stank. And this is friend of the show, Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega here, friend of the show. Unfortunately, we've run out of things to say, and so, well, we must bid you adieu. So until next time at the PWT's cast, goodbye and good night. Bang, bang.